Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome everybody to episode 69 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today on the show we do have... Hello, Trainspot and Trev on all good platforms. Hey, GreatGamer25 on all good platforms as well. Hey, and Ahmed Ibrahim, game developer. I don't know anything about good platforms, but... <laughs> yeah so as you can see people we've got the uh the little screen in the background uh that is your our young armet and uh yeah he's a game developer so he's going to be talking about a lot of stuff today and uh you can pick his brains about what you think about gaming building games uh modding games all sorts of stuff going on right there how you been boys you all been good yeah yep. good is uh just want to check the sounds going all right for everybody. Everybody out there can hear us all nice, loud, and clear. Yeah, yeah. Trev be looking see through. Yeah, I think it's this kind of top jam doesn't really help, but yeah. <laughs> At least it's not green. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a horrible color. That then it would Ugh. definitely be see through. I'm getting a bit of uh, funny eyeballs on the reflection, but apart from that, we're all good. It's good to see a uh, few people in already, nice and early, and uh, yeah, let's crack on. We've got a well busy show today. Um, Armit, give tell us a bit, a little bit about yourself, what you do before we get into like the news and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. So I'm Nick Slave. I'm only allowed to come on mic like once every year or so, whenever he lets me. Now, in all seriousness, um, I'm a game developer. I'm young in my career, so I'm hoping that one day I can get my first junior professional role. Uh, at the moment, I'm working on uh, open world horror survival action games. Uh, that's the, the kind of genre I'm really addicted to and have the most knowledge on. Um, and yeah, I'm just is, happy. Is it all a big to... secret? It's not that it's secret, but I mean, I can tell you what it is I'm working on. I'm working with the um, the guy in like developer tools. Uh, oh, and yeah. That's, yeah, and that's significant, obviously, because that's uh, one of the topics we'll be touching on later on. Yes. Not the developer tools, but uh, Dying Light 2, uh, which I'm, I have knowledge about. Uh, it's not that it's a secret, but. Um, well, we're not putting any media content at the moment like, out there, not until we're a bit closer to uh, release. But uh, okay. it will basically be a, it will basically be the Dying Light formula mixed in with Battle Royale style gameplay. Oh, but is it that blood thing that's came out, that BR thing? What was that? Blood, blood thing? Blood thing? Yeah, they, brought out, they brought out a BR mode to Dying Light 1. Ah, uh, yeah, bad blood. Similar, rather than bad. being player versus player, though, it's going to be player versus environment. Yes, I like that, because I'm crap at PvP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it will be very challenging, though. Don't get me wrong, I love a bit of PvP, but only when I'm good at it. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like any game <laughs> you play. Yeah. You want to be good at everything. It does seem to feel a little bit like, doesn't it? Like, you play a PvP game, you enjoy the game, but then you just get wiped out, because it doesn't matter what game you go in, there's always a hundred people that are better than you, and they like they're perfect at that game, and they smash that game. Yeah, especially in BRs, nah. man. I've never had that issue. <laughs> That's why you're the game developer, you cheater. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know where to go, able. what to do. You know what code is for the cheats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's get into today's show because we've got a lot to go on, um, and yeah, there is a lot as well to get through. So, uh, first off, I'd like to say, if anybody's got any questions, uh, if you'd like to send them in to contact at extremepcuk.co.uk, that's one way to send them in. The other way is just to join our Discord, which, uh, wherever you're listening to us on podcast, or whether it's Twitch, just go to extremepcuk.co.uk, 
There's all our links there. You can see everything. Our computer builds. You've got our Instagram, Twitter, uh, Steam. They're all on there. So just go there and just feel free to get in. Um, and yeah, the more but the more people, the merrier. Um, mm-hmm. Right, let's get into the news first. Now, my first bit of news is a game that looks really, really good. Um, it, I think it was actually Comic Clown on Steam that put this game up for us to take a look at. Uh, and it's called Star's End. Have any of you heard about this? Cheers for the sub, Gray. I don't know if you know this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have heard about well, it. Star's Three End, subs. basically. Um, so I'll get it up on the uh, main screen behind us. See if our screen works today. And <laughs> and uh, basically, so people can see it at home, Star's End, it, it looks like a wicked little game that reminds me majorly, majorly of Empyrean. Um, you know how we used to always go on about Empyrean to everybody, uh, about how good it is. And this game looks like it's another version of that, but a million times more in front, if you know what I mean. So it's basically a game where you've got planets, and on them planets you've got all the survival, you've got all the hunting, you've got teamwork, you've got single player. Uh, it's all about just advancing yourself through and through and through. Um, until it's, it's Rust with Space. It's it, Rust it, with it, space. Do you know what? It is actually under the title <laughs> of Rust in Space. It's got all the stuff that Rust has got, yeah? Um, yeah? But then you sort of progress to a level where... You're building actual real buildings, and then you start real building spaceships. It's just like Imperium, but I think on a much oh, yeah. more detailed, higher level. I'm looking forward to that. Has, have any of you seen this game before, or no. been on anyone's radar? Yeah, yeah, I know about it. It reminds me of that game. Nuclear reactor. Give me, let me quickly search something up. It reminds me of a game that's on the Epic Games launcher. Okay. Well, do you know what it's called? No, I don't think. No, I don't think it's released yet. I'll quickly just do some research on the fly. When's it out, Nick? Um, I'm not sure when this game is out. Uh, I know it's, it's very early on. Um, Let me check. Let me check for you. But Star basically, I just wanted to sh- to get a little bit of a taster out there for the people. Like, obviously, if you're watching the stream live, you can see what's going on. But for the people that are listening on to podcast, yeah, it, it, the graphics look well good. And it seems like a sort of game where we could get a team of us together. Like, we could get a whole Extreme PC UK community Um and we could literally evolve. Uh, like on screen now, you're getting horses and you're getting mounts and stuff like that. There's monsters. There's all sorts of buildings. It's It gets so far advanced that it's almost like you're on these massive spaceships. Um, and you can have battles out in space. And one thing so, I love is to be able to take someone else's spaceship and have it as a trophy. Can I mention, Nick, I've just done a bit of quick on-the-fly research as well. Um, it has been researched for a while, uh, development for a while even, which is good because they've taken their time with it. Um, they'll be ready to announce uh, a release date soon, hopefully. So, yeah, I, I, I can tell you right yeah. now, I will definitely, Hammond. definitely be getting this game. Because it, it doesn't. It? Yeah, and it Hammond says Hammond like says it's out tomorrow. Does it? What? I don't know. He's saying out tomorrow. Where's this? Is this on Steam? I yeah. Don't, have. don't know. Must be. Have yeah, it's check. on Steam. But it was just a bit of news that uh, came in last minute and it looked like such an exciting game that I wanted to just get the name of it out there to people. It's Star's End, by the way. Check it out. Because it, I could see us getting on this and proper getting involved with a whole team of us. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's got its own servers, but it's like it's saying, there's trading, there's uh, 
taking over bases, there's taking over spaceships, and just something that I'd like to do with the crew. Um, so in the 25th? Yeah, 25th, six days. Yeah. So do we wow. all agree that we like this game? Not long. Yeah, yeah those are pretty cool. Um, if, they do, if they do server, if they do server, we have a server space that we yeah. can put it on. If, if they the do only that, thing that I've started to notice with servers, though, Gray, to be honest, is if we get our own server, everybody that joins that server is for Extreme PC UK mostly. And what happens is then we get a problem because everybody's on the same team. And as you found out from your server that you ran, which was what game was that? Outlaws. Outlaws. Other things we yeah, tried. Outlaws. <laughs> um, basically, everybody plays it for so long, but then it starts getting a bit samey samey. Really, you need to, to play this. Like I was saying to Jansen before, maybe we should go back to Empyrean, but we'll go onto someone else's server, and then we'll, we'll actually focus on taking over that server and getting our people all to be on the same team. Because otherwise, we'll just be in-game, and it will literally just be us lot in a team, and nothing really exciting happens, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless well, you can use it to practice, then. Let's see know. how it goes first before we even look at putting it on, like, the server you have, Nick. Like, uh, play it for a while, enjoy it. Then if we really had a big community or a decent-sized community, yeah. then we could maybe stick it on one of your servers. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're, when this game comes out, I'll definitely be playing it. Um, we, we don't know the price, though, because it doesn't tell you on Steam Typical. I, I, I think regardless list. of the price, the game looks good enough for me that i would buy it and check it out i've never heard of the studio or the developer man so it's uh, like it's a big no, they look they look like a little indie dev but that's a stunning game for a little indie dev i'm it yeah, yeah i mean <laughs> they were not like a handful of people but they're publishing their own game so they're definitely independent mm. um i'd say the only thing that's just going to be the, ob- like the obvious is obviously it's not going to have that polish that you'd ex- that you'd want and expect from like a bigger game but yeah. if the game's fun, if the game's still fun, it's not, you know, as long as it doesn't detract from the experience for you, then there's nothing stopping it from being a fun game. They've you been can making it for expect, a few years. Yeah, you can probably expect a few bugs. Yeah. Uh, and you could, like, That's just some emer- a few immersion breaking things. Like, one thing I noticed from that video is like, the animations for the guns and stuff didn't look amazing. Like, they, it, there'll probably be some parts of the game that feel like, you know, that you'll just, it will just. See. For me, Armit, it's a bit funny because obviously you know what you're talking about because you make games yourself, but you've chose to do that as a job. But for me, it makes me feel like it's it's devastating for a game because like this game, it's just an indie game that you're looking at, but you you can pick it apart and be like, well, that bit there is this, that bit there is that, where I'd love to just be oblivious to that like I am now, play the game without having to worry about it. But for you, it must be like, man, I can see the faults in this game already. I don't want to say faults, like especially when it comes to the independent development. Yeah, I never ever want to sound like I'm battering a game because obviously it's not like. <laughs> don't worry, if, we're all going to batter like, your game when it comes out. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. But um, <laughs> it's like if if a big like company, obviously like Activision, published a game developed by whoever, like for example Anthem, uh, released by BioWare. That's a company with loads of money, loads of people that's been making games for ages, uh, and I, I happily would plan that all them games to help. Uh, yeah. Even that's worked on. It, it still worked on people. Uh, still works. Worked on hard by dedicated artists to dedicated designers. But you know that's like a game that should be really good and a game that's had that much money. So I don't feel as bad ripping it apart. So if this game now uh, stars <laughs> end, obviously there's a lot that's not going to be polished and not that's, gonna, that's not going to be great about it. 
but I'd rather focus on the merits and what would be actually enjoyable about the game. It'd be unfair, you know, if that makes sense. Like what I'm yeah. de- like, for example, I'm developing a small team now, and we have to cut a lot of corners ourselves. Not because we want to, but just because there is no other choice. So they're in it, they might just have like one animation artist. Yeah. Uh, I'm just assuming, like for example, I'm not saying they have. Well, but the thing is, for me, why... that game to me, see, I wouldn't pick up on the little the little details like that. If someone was yeah. playing with a certain gun and it, the animation wasn't very good, I'd probably just totally be oblivious to it. Um, it, yeah. It's early access, guys. So I mean, the majority of PC players will be like understandable to extent. Yeah. As long as they actually fix it when of we course. tell them about it. Well, if even if they don't. Yeah. I always find, even if there's bugs in the game and it's early access, I tell this to everybody, you're paying for something that's not finished. So you yeah. need to take on the chin that it's going to crash all the time. You're going to lose your gear. Things are going to go wrong. Uh, it should be better than that. Early access should mean that it's in a playable condition, but it's not being fine-tuned, tweaked, polished, bugs taken out. But it should still be playable. If it's very breakable at the start, that's not good enough. What's the point right. of releasing something you can't use? Take, you know? take care of it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Come on, you know you love you know. it sometimes when you just fall through the earth and you just keep falling. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Star's End. Uh, people, check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, but I will be playing this, so I'll definitely be on this and people are more than welcome to come in playing the game with me. Let's go out there and murder some people. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one thing to know as well, because it's self-published, it means they would be able to take all of the uh, like player feedback to heart and dead seriously. Like yeah. They won't have to yeah. take it through like a chain of command. That's the so what you're speaking thing. about is the passion. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, this game is... You can see, like, like you said as well with Imperium, they've obviously drawn some parallels uh, and like some inspiration from other games. So yeah. they've just made yeah. exact. They've only they've made the game that they want to play, but they'll take any feedback and they won't have to worry about what like an executive would say or a producer would say. They can yeah. if it fits, they can add it in. If they've got the time, they'll just do it, which is really nice. Yeah. Good. Right, that was my my little bit of news. Anyway, so uh, right, moving on, Trevor. I, I believe you've got some bigger news than my news. Uh, I don't know if it's bigger news but it was a couple of things i wanted to try and fit in so regarding the modern warfare beta that's on at the moment um the the pc beta is now available and it's cross-play as well at the moment uh the ground war is kicked off as well so or is it this weekend it might if it's not today it'll be friday or saturday where it's 32 players in each side in in uh in, uh, in each yeah in each side and that's a step closer to Battlefield. And I think the thing yeah. is, for ba- Battlefield for me is too OP. It's too. It's so serious compared to Call of Duty because Call of Duty you could just jump in and have a quick game. Yeah. But this is a Call of Duty. You could just jump in and get stressed out in a couple of minutes. Uh, this is true as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's this me is very in that true game. as well. Well, that's probably why you don't play it. Am I right? That's what I'm saying. PvP. I'm not good, man. If we just wipe the floor <laughs> with me, I'd just spawn and get killed. It's Saturday the 21st, yeah, for the Ground War bit. But the PC beta is available just now if you, you guys are wanting to jump on. And speaking of Modern Warfare as well, um, and it's already kicked off this because I double-checked, I'm collecting parts just now to build a PC, which hopefully I'll be up and running again, like gaming PC-wise next month. And with all RTX NVIDIA cards, they're handing out a copy of Modern Warfare for three. So nice. I'm looking forward to that because that's a... That's a triple A game, a really good game, and 
cheapest I've sought for online is 30, 40 quid. So if you want to pick up a new graphics um, card soon, you'll get that. I've got a question. Mm. Yeah. Uh, with the uh, Modern Warfare beta, the codes have only just been given out, haven't they? It depends yeah. if you pre-order the game or not, mate. So yeah. I know, I've, seen, I've as... seen a few people giving codes out that if I wanted to get some, I could yeah. get some, but... So you can get codes from different avenues. Uh, I got my code through because I'm with the three networks, so I got that that one two app that you get. They give you a free code. So the earliest you could play it was was it last weekend, and that was available on PlayStation. And then they brought it out to closed access to open access, and now pieces available just now. But it's out in like it's out next month sometime. But have it? you played the uh, uh, the beta of it? Oh yeah, I've maxed out my rank. The maximum rank you can get. Is <laughs> really? Yeah, twenty. Twenty is twenty level. Level twenty is the maximum rank you can get. And I've nuked it. I've already got most of my guns ranked up as well. And that'll be lost. That progress. That's fine. I love the game. It's great. It's just oh, right. fun. So when you get in there, that that's just a tester. That's gone. You got to start again. Yeah, which is fair enough. Can you imagine how unfair yeah, that would be? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, but it's a really <laughs> nice game, Mama. It just. I've seen this to the guys last week. It's most Call of Duties. It's like jumping about. It's a bit cartoony the graphics. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a bit arcadey. Now it's a, they've looked a little bit at the battlefields model and and taken yeah. good things from it and made it. They've got a new engine for the first time in ages, which is great uh, for for next gen consoles and like the RTX cards and stuff. Uh, and they're putting in the ground war and they're focusing it on guns and attachments for guns rather than having 10 million perks and you know so yeah yeah, yeah. no it's pretty good man the, the beta was beta, they're saying beta. it's going to be the best call of duty ever made don't they i said that's a bold statement that. to make but it'll be up there uh, i don't know about that i've heard yeah, I've, from everybody modern that i've heard too. of that play this game because i stopped playing it on modern warfare 2 yeah. um, but everybody that continued playing it uh and that have, have tried this beta out and videos and stuff are saying that the gunfire, the shooting, the mechanics of it is spot really on. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And they're making tweaks on the fly when people are uh, complaining or giving feedback about the beta. So we can't ask yeah. more than that. I mean, Modern Warfare 2 is probably the best one, but it's I'll be up there, man. I'm looking forward to it anyway. So. Well, don't forget the cross-platform is quite important. Yeah, well, see, that's that's crazy that for me, man. I think yeah. PC. I think I think PC should be separate, and then the two consoles or the three consoles should be together, which is fair because it's all controller. It's just I don't want to open that Pandora's box with keyboard and mouse versus controller. Um, but then they had some well, they had some stats released not well, long ago. No, real quick, PC was killing people over the over the console. Um, it wasn't even a fair fight. Well, in the chat. Mystic Dude just said that um, on the Activision launcher, it says the beta is actually available to pre-purchase. You can buy a beta, a, a beta really? You can yeah, actually you can. buy it? Oh, yeah. money-grabbing bars. How much does one of them go for? Uh, so on cdkeys.com, plug, plug, uh, that website. Three, four pounds. I did it, $4.89, yep. Really? You can get early, yeah. The problem was they sent And you can't even code. play it? I can't play because they sent me the wrong damn code. They sent me the code for an Xbox One. I'm like, I'm a PC. So now I can't so play you was desperate to play this, Gray, and they sent you the wrong code. Yep. yep. Man, that's bad luck. Yep. That's funny. So, you know, but everybody can play it on, uh, starting on Saturday, though. I think it's open for PC, then. You don't have to have a code. 
So does that mean yeah, that we're yeah. going to see a lot of dropouts on a Division 2 because they're all going to be playing uh, Call of Duty? That's the yeah, type of game that. that you burn Different yourself game. out of and you won't play it constantly for months and months and months. You play it, you know, it's not like Division 2 where everyone will be smashing that for a while, so... I'll we'll see. I mean, everything that new that comes out, things do happen, but uh, I don't know. Everybody everybody on Division 2 right now in the clan is happy, so yeah. we'll see. I'm happy. I'm loving Division 2. And uh, I know that you've got some news about it in a little while, so... Uh, That's yep. my news anyway there, guys, so feel can free I, um, to back on. Can I quickly touch on a couple of things? Go for it. Uh, so what Trev's saying, by the way, about comparing it to Battlefield is spot on. I was already thinking this uh, when I first started seeing the larger maps. It reminded me a lot of the smaller maps, uh, especially like on Battlefield 3 would be a good example if you played that, was Grand Bazaar uh, and Metro, obviously, and the other smaller CQB maps that were in there as well, the first quarters maps. Uh, they're built like that for the larger modes in Call of Duty, and I think they've definitely took pages out of Battlefield's book when designing the, uh, the levels and the gameplay for that. And yeah. secondly as well... Um, so one of the things you're talking about, RT, you can get obviously uh, Modern Warfare with an RTX card. So they released a trailer for the, about the RTX in Modern Warfare. That looks stunning. Well, one thing I've realised is there's in the uh, like without the RTX, like with the RTX off, there's a lot less light going through solid objects, and with the yeah. RTX on, it's hard to. Uh, there isn't really a way I can show you, obviously. Are you, Abba, are you going to implement this into your game when it comes out, the RTX side of things? Nah. Nah, it's nah, probably it's not, not worth the hassle, is it? What, what, no, card, like, did you, what card are you uh, running now, Armit? RTX 2080. Nice. Popular card, that. Yeah, yeah I'm not really a big fan. I'm not a big fan of the ray tracing. Obviously, it looks good, but Neither am I. I feel like... The uh, yeah. performance The performance is a bit... Extra, it's it's like. an immature technology, like, it needs time. Yeah. Well, there was there was a video. I think it was put out by the Call of Duty people, but I watched it just a little bit ago, and they did compare RTX on, RTX off for the parts of the game. I went back and looked at that video three times, and I really tried to pay attention to what I was seeing. I'm telling you, what, I didn't see. You mean in the trailer? Much. What you mean in the trailer? Or? I, I guess it was a trailer. It was released by them, and it kept on going RTX on, RTX off. Yeah. And well, I'm looking really hard, and I do see the difference. I'm not saying there isn't a difference. There's not that much of a difference, man. There shouldn't be a massive not. difference. There shouldn't be a massive difference. No, not massive. No way. Not massive at all. In real life, if you think about real life, it wouldn't be a massive difference. You're not looking out for things like that, are you? So it's subtle yeah. differences and changes They're that make really the game very different. subtle. Not worth the if price. You, if you do watch the trailer again, I'd say the one main thing to look out for is RTX is obviously like bouncing light, and one of the things you can see is that shadows with RTX off shadows are like hard black lines. With RTX on, obviously the, the lights bouncing around, uh, and the shadows become like a lot more blurry, which is fine. Like that, you might not even want that. You might want the hard shadows. Yeah. Um, but with the RTX on, the one thing I did notice, if you watch the trailer again at some point in your own time, uh, have a look at like objects that are bumpy or objects that are they, like there's light coming through the object, and you can see like, it doesn't look natural with the RTX on. Right? That's actually one thing I noticed. It didn't look good. I actually really yeah. disliked it. Really? They might be able to patch that. Yeah, is, is it possible to get the trailer up now and put it on so that everyone can see it? What, With the to... RTX on and off? Yeah, if you just type, type in Modern Warfare RTX trailer, it will be literally the first one there. And it's within like the first 10 seconds where I noticed it. Uh, let me bit... have a look. You carry on talking, I'll find it. 
Yeah, it's, I'll, I'll it's, quickly get the video up on my screen as well, and I'll like clearly explain it to you. It's probably uh, going to be. It'll, it'll be it will come up on stream anyway, Armit. So you'll be alright. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even subtle. Like it's really easy to spot. Is with the RTX uh, off in like the eleventh, like at ten seconds to fifteen seconds, like the transition, and you can see the light on the bushes. Well, if you've got a bins. link there, I can get your link up and then show that one. Yeah, how should I send it through Discord? Uh, uh, I won't be able to get it through there, dude. Just put it in Just the switch. chat. Right. And then everybody in chat can play at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turkish Moose put it in. Yeah, I'll put it in. All right. that's, that's him, Greg. <laughs> oh, there you go. You're a Turkish Moose? Got I'm it. I'm Alter Ego. Alter Ego. <laughs> I thought you were a guitar man. I don't get it. Yeah. Nah, that's my other Alter Ego. Right, so what we'll do is we'll go to big screen. Um... And then I've got it on screen, and Armit, uh, I'll let you take it away. It's going to be slightly delayed for you, Armit. Um, yeah. I'd say just pause it at, like, 12 seconds, and I'll, I'll explain uh, I'll, to the viewers. I'll explain what it is it looks like. Uh, you also have to explain in uh, detail because the podcast goes out, and obviously people in podcast can't see the video, so they yeah, need sure. to know in detail what's going on. Right, yeah, so. Sure. There yeah, that's goes. a good image there. Is that good oh. for you? Yeah, yeah, so you just count for a second there. Uh, just skip it forward, like an extra second. Now, is this, is this the cinematic or is this the in-game play? Well, it's in-engine, which is the same, like the similar thing. It's just showing right, off but, what the objects it, can do. But is it the cinematic that we're looking at? Well, it will be the same. It, it's not, no, it's not like a, it's in the engine. What like, he's trying to say is, uh, in the game, obviously the RTX it will look the same. is actually real-time um, rendering everything, isn't it? It's like bouncing light everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But what yeah, Gray's so trying to say like... is, is it a video at the beginning? Because that, that's not doing that. It's all flat, isn't it? Um, and it's just uh, like a CGI video. No, no, this okay. is in-game. Like, this is the in-engine. This is recorded in the engine. So this is what it would look okay. like when you play it. Uh, so if you look at the, the wall on the side where the... Where the uh, the, the bushes are so you can see the light hitting the top of the bushes but then as soon as you go below the wall obviously the shadow will block that out and what oh, the, the god rays does yeah so what the rtx does it will calculate light bouncing down and it will push it back up against the wall and the bushes mm -hmm. uh, and if you did this like in a professional professional cgi house that was making like james cameron's avatar where they could spend hours and hours rendering just one frame it would yeah. look super realistic now put it onto RTX on, and you'll see the the issue that I'm trying to point. That I really, as soon as I see it, I was kind of shocked. I was actually like, it's it's really obvious. Uh, so where do you want me to put it? Just there's a literally at 15 seconds it switches to like RTX on, and then just pulls it. All oh, right, yeah, I see, it, I see it. Right, so it's delayed on stream. You got it up now. I'm just trying to get it in between the two of them try but you what go. you'll notice is so to the people who obviously haven't got a visual reference obviously if you can see it it's obvious but the people who can't see it so it's meant to bounce light off of objects and onto where darker places are where there's no light source reaching it directly so obviously in the shadows and it looks bad in this demo because <laughs> the light he's trying to sell it to us and it looks bad well, no, yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to say they've done a poor job in just with this part of the RTX. Because RTX isn't just this one thing. Like, it does a whole bunch of stuff. But, no one's an expert um, with it yet, though, are they? They're all still trying yeah. to get to grips with it. But the thing is, the yeah. RTX does bring... This is my opinion on what I've seen in, in a few games. It does bring 
an extra added realism to the game, to any game that it's on. But I do find on a lot of games, the realism being at that high level actually feels to me sometimes it's taken away from the game because like like in this picture you can see right now and to people that are just listeners, in one side of it, it's very dark, it's very clear and you can see the smoke behind people. But then in the ray tracing version, you you can see the smoke actually being rendered in real time in front of the people behind them. It's all over the place. But yeah, yeah. for me, it makes it look misty and clouded, which it would yeah. look like in real life. But personally, in the game, I like it clear. Yeah, yeah. that's down to preference, I guess. In the end of the yeah, day, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. totally agree with Nick too. If I'm looking at this and I'm and I didn't know better. I would say that that supposedly the ray tracing was on the right side, not the left. Yeah. Um, because I I myself wouldn't. I, it, this would annoy me, even in though I image, know it's supposed uh, to be real this, life. But in this image, by the way, that you're looking at, that's on the stream. The RTX is on the right side. Where he stopped it, though, you can't really see the bit I'm talking about. If you go forward like an extra second, and you'll see the light bleeding on the bushes and on top of the dustbins, and it's like the perf- you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Where it's like. It's unrealistic light bouncing, like it's to the point where it's just, yeah, like that photo there perfectly, it's like that's the perfect photo. So lights coming, like it's literally directly from the source. It's not even being bounced back properly, and it's very unnatural. And that for me, as soon as I see it, that really stood out for me. I was like, this is that opening shot of RTX. It didn't like it really upset me actually. I was like, oh, actually that's a shot. <laughs> it really upset so, you, like you've done a little breakdown. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm a really big uh, Call of Duty fan, and I love the Modern Warfare series, and I was hoping, you know, it'd be better than it actually is. Uh, but there's other bits in the video, like the shadows look really good, that kind of stuff. But personally, I'd rather just have it off, save myself the performance, and boost my resolution. To be <laughs> fair, though, uh, the video's now playing, and once the, the ray tracing is on, um, and the video's actually playing in high frames, it does actually look much better on, I've got to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's down to preference again. Like, like when you see the fire and you see the lighting in the background, like there's a scene on right now and there's like sparks flying everywhere and it yeah, just yeah. looks crazy. Like there's shadows on every spark. You know? Ooh, so yeah, yeah. the thing is, with, the, the with, a, with graphics at that level and ray tracing on, you're yeah. going to need a powerhouse. You're going to need 2080 yeah, Ti advanced. Yeah. And you need that. That's still not going to give you the massive amount of frames that you would like, you know. Yeah, you need to decide what you want more of. Yeah, basically. if you want performance, people are going to be tweaking it down and getting their hundred and hundred twenty frames, mm. and they're not going to they're not going to care. Some people don't, but others do. Oh, that's, that's that's me concluded with the Modern Warfare. <laughs> that's me concluded with Modern Warfare. Next. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway. Moving on then, uh, Gray, I believe you want to talk to us a little bit about the Division 2. And I know that we've spoke about Division 2 in the gaming section for the last like three or four weeks. But it has been a wicked game that we've been playing. And I've been really, really enjoying it. And I do keep having a go at Gray about keep bringing up Division 2. So this week, we was going to cut Division 2 out and not talk about it again. But they did bring out like a massive update, didn't they, Gray? And it would be good to get yep. some questions, as you know more about it than I do. Uh, basically, what's been happening is that the, the update is going to end up coming in uh, for everybody at the end of October. But right now, they've already put it on the test server. And they released the patch notes of what's going to happen, and it's going to be a massive update. Um, they're going in and really listening to the public and correcting a bunch of things uh, and making some things better for everybody. So people jumping into the game for the first time 
or even veteran players like all of us are going to find a lot of interesting stuff. Um, in this, in the patch notes and stuff, I'm just going over a few little things. Uh, they don't talk about episode two because episode episode two is going to come along with the patch at the end of October, so that'll bring new content. Uh, but they're not getting into the content part of it. But little simple things for people that have been playing it. I'll go through a couple things. Uh, supply drops that you see during the games when you see little stuff parachute down and you have to go after it. There hasn't been a lot of those, and people are complaining that they want more of them. I've not seen a supply drop. But I know, that's the point. And they want to uh-huh. have more of them in different places. Okay. So now they're going to they're gonna up the amount of supply drops. They're going to drop them in all types of remote places and other and other areas. Just so random. what do you get in a supply people? drop? Pardon? So what do you get in a supply drop? You get a lot of good stuff in the supply drop, but usually it's it's going to be guarded uh, by NPCs because they're running over there too, and so you've got a, you've got a, quite a battle on your hand uh, to try to get them away from it and to get the equipment. Because if you don't, then they end up taking it. Do you get an exotic um, or anything in it? Uh, in the supply drops, it's always a chance you could, but not not usually. But there, you never know. You get all kinds of good equipment. Um, people that play the dark zones uh, also, they're, when you go into dark zones and you're playing. And and you're looking for uh, you're looking for extractions when you put your, get your equipment you, you extract things out and usually you don't get attacked very much by NPCs they're changing that yeah uh, there's going to be places where you try to extract your equipment and you you may be ambushed by NPCs so it's going to get a lot more fun and competitive to get your equipment out of the dark zone um, on the control points when you take over control points in, in the game. The, the character, your character, your your compadres that are playing that are NPCs will revive you. But what was happening in the in the old game is they would only revive the last player that went down. Now what they're doing is they're changing it so that the NPCs, the friendly the friendly NPCs, the friendly NPCs can now revive you as well. So that way you'll be able to, uh, you know, to be able to to, to be revived by other play, uh, other people. You guys clicking? What are you doing? You hear me? That's okay. No, it's just Uh, uh, Jansen's like clicking away behind me, so I just had to tell him to to stop clicking his mouse a million times. No problem. Uh, Loot targeting is going to be really fun. What that's going to be is now you'll be able to go on the map, and for people that are looking for particular weapons or particular equipment or brand equipment or brand name equipment, uh, they will have now little icons on the map that will tell you where these particular items will be doesn't mean you're always going to get them. It just means that the chance for a dropping in that particular area will be greater. Is this like for a clothing other, item uh, or a gun or something? For, any, for anything. Gear slots, items, weapons, mods, everything. See? So, so, you be, so if you're looking for like a particular gun but you just can't find it anywhere, they will tell you that in this area it drops more often, but you're still going to have to go out there and do a lot of work to get it. But at least it gives you a rough idea so that that – because a lot of people want to have the same type of brand on all their equipment because it gives them certain buffs. But they can't find the equipment because it never drops at any – it's so randomly that it's too random. See, I've got – sorry to cut you off, Gray. I've got some Mm -hmm. questions about Division 2, this update, which so far you've not mentioned anything about. All I want to hear is if there's loads of new loot, like as in clothing and stuff like that coming out. <laughs> they're good. Oh, they're... God, you'll do anything for you're, you're anything that you're early into the clothing, but you know. Man, if the... this comes out and they don't bring out like a load of updated stuff for me to collect, then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm, I'm sure they will. I just told you that the loot that there's going to be supply drops, so there's going to be a lot like more stuff. Loot, loot prostitution right? with you, man, isn't it? Like you're standing in the street corner, like how much? Just give me your loot, mate. I just want all the loot. I don't care. I don't want. No, but what I'm loot. saying is, in this game, yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not being funny to anyone that's actually in the chat who plays in our group and that. It is, we like to come on and go like, look at Nick in his USA shorts and his silly T-shirt. <laughs> And uh, I like to unlock all them weird things. You, you like know? to it's unlock a, well, uh, like, things. Like I said before, the loot targeting will be good for you, Nick, because if there's things you really want, yeah, you'll but be you still able to not answer my question. Are they adding more loot? That's because I can go they, into they the game are going right to now. Add more things when they go to episode two, but they're not revealing what's in episode two yet. But there will so, be some stuff. Yes. So if I could go on, I could tell you about other stuff. How much is a DLC? Uh, if, it depends on whether you have the, the season pass or Hold not. Hold on, I ain't got to the bottom of this yet. Right. You got to the what? I ain't got to the bottom of this yet. What I'm trying to say is, is if I go into the game right now and I go to my apparel uh, section, it will show me all of the different clothes that I can get, all the different guns I can get, uh, and it will show you the rarity of them, like they're gold, this, that, or the other, or they're red and they're exotic. Now, I've got, like I said, I've got the ultra-rare shorts... I want to get loads of ultra rare stuff. So, are they going to be adding more types of uniforms and stuff like that in all in one costumes, um, the dancing and stuff like that? From the, what I understand, yes, they're going to introduce more of that in the episode too. I don't have proof. But this is what I've been, what I've been told. We haven't even got onto the good stuff like the recalibration and your skill builds and stuff that they're going to be doing. Yeah, well, I don't care about that. that. Do you both have the season? Well, a lot of people do though. <laughs> no. I don't. You don't? So why are you mm -hmm. talking about it like you love it and you're going to play it and you want so, to? So what was the question? Pass? What was the question there, Trev? The season pass. Have both, have you boys got the season pass. Uh, I think the, the season pass comes with uh, Uplay Plus. Uh, you, oh, it may, actually. So what are you going to do after the month's out then? Maybe buy it. Depending on how much maybe. loot they put maybe. in. You know, you know how big the full edition is? Like how or he'll just rent again. Full... About that big. <laughs> I, I, I said delay, mate. See, fast, see. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you would get a shock if you saw that, mate. You'd need a delay. Uh, I can't get my words out. You'd need a delay just to get it on screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. So, do you want to hear more about this? Or what? No, hold on. Uh, Mystic Dude in the chat just said, he answered it for me. He said, uh, that the Grey, you should be sacked and that should, he should be on the, the pod because yeah. he's got the info I need. Uh, and he next says, week you're on, mate. <laughs> there's 35 <laughs> new named items coming. Uh, brand sets will now cover uh, all slots except for the 511 sets. I don't know what they are. There's also I, uh, passes I, going... Uh, okay, well, exotics. I guess I'll change that in my notes then, without, since I already had that there, but go ahead. All we need is, if Trev, if you just get that walking stick hook out and pull Grey off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> go Finish ahead. him! Hold on, okay. hold on. I know, I know what we'll do, Grey. Oh, you're getting teleported <laughs> into space, mate. you get teleported into space. You lot don't know what could happen. I've got a lot of buttons here. Yes. <laughs> right, carry on, Grey. Calibration. Okay, and the calibration, what you're going to be able to do now is when you go in with your certain weapons and gear, you were not allowed to do certain things in calibration, like change your attributes unless they were the same attribute. So wait, if you wait, had I'm a, lost. I don't, I don't get it. If you had your offensive attributes are red, your defensive, I mean, excuse me, defensive is blue, your offensive is red, 
and the gear and the uh, skills are yellow. Is this the so thing that's the actually... circle? No, there's a station right in there that you can recalibrate your equipment and your weapons and add things or subtract things or pull things off of certain Give us a bit pieces. more detail because I don't know anything about this. Okay, so for instance, like let's say you have a set of knee pads and you have a bunch of these knee pads mm-hmm. and you like a certain attribute on one that you wish was on the, on the, on the pair that you have your character wearing. Okay. Well, you'll be, able to, you'll be able to go back and recalibrate and say, okay, I want that one off of that knee pad and I'm going to put it on mine and sack the other one that I had on mine because I don't like it. So now you can do it and get into skill builds to where you can build your character exactly the way you want it. Oh, right. The problem was, the problem was before, though, is that you're only allowed to do red to red or blue to blue or yellow to yellow. Now you can take off a red, put on a blue, take off the blue, put on a yellow. So now you can change an offensive to a defensive, a defensive to a skill. You're going to be, you're going to have so much more room to tweak your character just the way you want it. And that's what people were screaming about that they wanted. Because they weren't they weren't really using the recalibration as much, and they wanted something a little easier. See, to use. I personally didn't know anything about a recalibration before, but I did notice that you've got the circle on your character, and it's got red, yellow, blue. Um, right. I never took no notice of it. Yeah, once you start getting to the higher levels and you start doing more on your skill build, then you start playing around more with the offensive, defensive, and the skills, uh, the skill power. So now you can start playing around a little more into the minutia yeah. and start getting your character to well, really... There's some people that have tricked out characters that I can't even what believe. What does minutia mean? Getting uh, down to the nitty-gritty, as they say. Oh, really? I've never your, that. Really? There was I a guy... I was, I, for instance, I played I played the Dark Zone one time, and I was Dark Zone level 37 or something. And I went in there to go grab some stuff. This but guy was came you out level of 37 or 36? I was 37, and I don't know who this guy was. He was up a little higher than me. But the difference was is however he skill-built his character, he would take me out in seconds. Really? I mean, and, and, I, and I was already pretty fairly done, good on my skills and stuff. And this guy was just, just sacking everyone. And, and I knew he had some kind of a great build, although I couldn't see what it was. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing that you can do, and, and you can play so around with it the is, calibrate. It's basically like getting a car game and fine-tuning all your suspension and exactly. air filter and everything to, to give you that extra boost over the other player exactly so when you start getting to the higher levels it's all about skill builds then because if you do it right you can have a lot more fun and it's a lot it's much more fun being able to tweak your character exactly the way you want it yeah now that's something that i think i would get into and enjoy um at the moment I, i love just changing all my guns and my character just so when you guys come into game with me you're like oh what's nick wearing now oh he's got the fisherman's hat on oh he's got the american shorts on well, in terms, of, in terms of some of the looting and crafting, the costs of crafting are going to go down. The amounts of crafting materials that you can loot are going to go up. Um, and one thing that I found really annoying is, you know the blueprints that we all look for on certain things that we like? You're, look, you're looking around for these blueprints. But if you don't see the blueprints, they don't tell you where to get it, and it drops maybe who knows where. Now they're going to try to give you a little bit of a clue as to where you might be able to find the blueprints without telling you exactly. So they're giving you a couple little more ways to be able to find the blueprints you want. Because some people are, were annoyed the fact that they couldn't find very many blueprints. Um, In-game right now, have you unlocked all the blueprints? No, I only unlocked probably 12 or 13. There's still a whole bunch more. Because I do like the blueprints uh, and then seeing what the new like scopes and magazines well, and stuff are like. I went on the test server and I took a look at what I was just telling you. And it really is true. You can go to the blueprint and it'll say, uh, look at the vendors, look at the projects. Or this particular blueprint, look look in this area more than that area. 
So it was pretty neat how they were doing it. Yeah. And I did play I did play around with the new recalibration. That was a lot of fun because I was able to pull stuff off that I really would want it on some of my equipment, but I didn't want to change out the actual piece. And now I was just pulling all the cool stuff out and putting it on my yeah. My I'm messing out. I feel bad. Um, Mystic Dude uh, in chat says, uh, Gray, tell him about the Hunters. He'll love those. What's a Hunter? Oh, yeah. I, I Actually, when I was talking to Mystic about this, I didn't even know there was a Hunter in the game. I just played the game, and I knew nothing about this. And all of a sudden, I heard about this. And apparently, you can turn on uh, in, in the game Hunters, and the Hunters go after you and hunt you from area to area across the game. So you, uh, could be, uh, you could be doing your job and going on missions or taking over a control point, uh, but this, hun- this hunter's going at- yes, this hunter's going after you, and they're supposed to be very difficult to kill. So they are they are mean dudes, and they're they're trained to take you out. All oh, right. So and if you kill this hunter, do you get anything special from it? You get his mask. If you if you get his mask and you put it on, everybody knows that you killed a hunter. Oh, nice. Well, See, that's what I like. Something to let people yep. know that I've gone the extra mile. <laughs> yep, and I'm and I'm glad he told me about it because I didn't know what the hell a hunter was until he mentioned it. And I was like, oh, so, that's nice. So they all they really, they, they don't, they don't tell you. Say that. They again. don't really play in the game. Armit, say that again. Sorry, I was just saying, uh, if you can obviously, if they're making a big deal about wearing a hunter's mask, how difficult are they to combat and kill? Very difficult. Very difficult to take down. That was the way that that's why they're designed, and they and they can get. Well, you'll like you may or may not like it, but they can get very annoying because they're going to dog you because they're going to try to kill you. No matter where what you are. I was about to you. say that. What they're going to take me to a car park and start trying to get in my car? Uh, dog you. You never heard of dog you? <laughs> no, I've heard of dog in. I've heard of dog in as well. <laughs> I mean, I knew they it. don't do dog in in Florida, apparently. Yeah, that's, that's one way to wear you down. Look, it's, I don't I don't go running around content and content, so I got to deal with dog. Oh, where, where is it you're from, snap. Florida? <laughs> say again? Are you from Florida? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's Florida. State. I got it right. Florida, the place with no dogging. Don't know what you're missing out on, Gray. I do it every week. Me and Trev go together. They can dog you, but that doesn't mean they're dogging necessarily. You leave me out of this, man. Like, all the swinging stuff you you, you got up to, that's none of my business. I'll tell you what, just on a side note, if anyone out there over 18, watch the film dogging. That's pretty funny. The film (laughs) dogging. How do we get onto this? What? (laughs) Filming it? At at the same time as you're watching that, you can watch Sex Lives of the Potato Men. That's pretty funny as well. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's just like what? What's going on in this place? What I happened? Know, right. Oh, anyway, oh, Nick, Nick, the here's some, Nick, here's something for you. They're adding a menu that shows all the collected skins and dies in one menu. But that's and what I want. Gonna, it's also going to add the option to add a die to all the armor pieces. So there you go. That's an apparel piece of news for you. Good. That's what I need. I'm still in. Still in. I'm willing to and carry on playing this game. And there's a there's a bunch of other things. They're going to be buffing some things. They're going to be nerfing some things. They're going to be yeah. doing a lot of ba- balancing. I'm not uh, really too except... worried about the balancing. It's all about the new stuff. I want to sit the new stuff in there. I want all the loots. You want all the things. All the things. And they're giving. They're also coming out with new talents too. Three of them actually. Uh, so that should be interesting too. Uh, anyone so a that stuff, a lot of stuff coming. Anyone that does play Division Two. Uh, make sure you jump into our Discord at extremepcuk.co.uk. Uh, we'll be playing all the time. We have got. To, I'm going to talk about it a little bit later on, but we've got a new gaming night rather than streaming night on a Tuesday now. So the streams will be, anytime you see me go live now, it will be a podcast, unless it's a random stream of us building a computer or something like that. Um, 
I, I was going to say to people, we might actually start doing some crazy builds on stream. Uh, if you see us go live on a weekend, then it's likely... Finally. What's that? Good. Finally. I've been waiting for you to do that for ages. I've been telling you. I bet I'll do ages. that. You wouldn't even watch, Trev. Yeah, well. Liar. You'd be in the pub. I, I, I often tune in on the Tuesday. I wanted to tune in the last Tuesday you were on, but obviously you've got the new plan, which is a good idea. Well, so the thing is... We we'll might as well go into it now just quickly before Grey carries on with the next bit of news. So originally what we do is we have a Tuesday gaming night that I'd stream playing games and people can come in and watch us play the games. And then on the Thursday, it's the actual live podcast, which after we do the live show on here, 12 o'clock tonight, this will go out onto the all podcast platforms. Um, and then people can listen to it in their car or wherever they want. But the thing is, I honestly feel like what's happening is the main podcast and the main stream that we're doing now, numbers are getting affected by me going live on a Tuesday playing games because some people might not want to see that game. So they don't come in. And then what happens is the numbers then deplete. And then I have to build them up on the Thursday. So I'm hoping if we just do the Thursday only, the numbers will just keep growing. Uh, we'll get more people in. Podcast will get bigger. More people into the community. More gaming happening. So what I decided to do is every Tuesday now, I will be on Discord from 9 o'clock till 12 o'clock every Tuesday playing different games. And we'll talk a little bit later on about what we're going to do this Tuesday so people can get involved and play the games with us. But yeah, uh, right, great. So that was the Division 2. Uh, what's your next bit of news, dude? Um, this is kind of interesting. It's happening over in your country, and apparently the Parliament has gone through a report. Actually, it's a huge name for this committee that the they The Parliament's formed. not even over. It's closed. It's called Parliament's <laughs> Digital, Cultural, Media, and Sports Committee Report, anyway, on immersive and addictive technology. So they're talking about studying the psychological harms of video games, which we hear over and over and over again. And this time they're not saying that it's a gaming addiction, which that was being thrown around a lot too. They're saying that they feel that it's, that it, that it's not understood properly. And they feel that it, sh it would take much more research. And they feel that the game industry should pay for it. What for all of us to be, for all all to be fixed? Uh, I, think, I think getting the game industry to pay for something like this is not something they're going to come forward and want to do. Dude. So I was, I was surprised a little bit. I'm that. still waiting for them when they turn it. Because they say they've turned it into an actual issue now. So I can go to my doctor and I can say, look, I'm really, really stressed at work. Um, I'm addicted to gaming uh, and I need to get off work. They'll get me off work and then I can come home and play games. <laughs> well, the, the, the funny thing about it is the World Health Organization did say it was a disease and yet yeah. the committee the committee in Parliament says, well, we're not going to go that far. We it's just not a disease, it's an addiction. I think that's different, man. They're not even saying that either. That's what's so weird about it. They're not saying it's a disease. They're not saying it's an addiction. They think that you definitely have to do a lot more research, but they want the gaming industry to pay for it. It's just fun and that's why we all do it. I mean, I think it's gotten really ridiculous. I understand some research being done, but gosh. It's like, well, how do you well, feel about it, Gray? How old are you? 61, and you're still playing games? Yeah, I know. I played video games for many, many years, and I'm definitely a So you must be like so. a proper, proper heroin addict of the computer world. That's, yeah, that's exactly. That's <laughs> why when I, when I see stuff like this, it's just... Long-term user. Long-term user. Sniffing his keyboard and mouse. Oh, <laughs> You know, it, it goes it goes right back to the parenting and Nick you brought this up because you have kids you don't sit there and let the let the, the games rule the kids lives that they don't have anything else to do and if you don't and if you do it properly what's the problem yeah I mean you know 
For me, so that's what I make sure that my kids they play computer, but I make sure they have an equal balance of going out of the house. Um, and you know what? This might upset a few people, but it's the truth that I see hundreds of people that play games now uh, that come to our community. I see them at shows, and I also see a very, very big amount of people that and they're have. All fat. <laughs> No, <laughs> they have serious story. anxiety issues. Uh, they can't communicate in the real world. Uh, going to job interviews and stuff like that, they find it really, really hard. And I do believe, I don't care what anyone says, I believe if your parents allow you as a kid to sit on your computer all day and all night without getting out of the house, that kid yeah. is going to be messed up. That kid is yeah. going to want to exactly. stay playing his computer 24 hours a day and he's never going to exactly. socialise because... If you learn to socialise on the computer whilst you're playing Call of Duty and everyone's calling your mum something, you're never going to get very far. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Abbott can relate there. <laughs> I did not the game. I mean, I don't You're a mum cusser, aren't you? I can tell. You might man. need to get closer to your mic, Armit, because you're, you're dropping out a little bit and you're a bit quiet. Uh, closer? Is this better? Yeah, yeah, like that. Stay right there. Eat that mic. Right, right. It, fell, it just fell down a little bit. You were giving um, mum jokes when you were 18 playing cards. Your mama's so fat. I mean, look at, all, look, at, look, look at all the games that we all play. If, if, if that's an addiction, then we are all addicted. And we're all addicted bad then, supposedly. I think before they start worrying about over here, about being addicted to games, they should start worrying about over there and everyone shooting each other. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Let's go down that route. No, we're not going down that route, but yeah, you're right. That's another whole story for a, a different show. You know what it is? The world we live in, it's just shit. Just real quick, there's a... There's and a that's why we should play more video yeah. games. Let's, I'm going to try again there. So, no, there's one part of this report that we can, I think we can all agree on, which is things like loot boxes, loot crates, all that kind of stuff, where you can spend real money. Well, they're complaining that, obviously, for example, FIFA Ultimate Team is the best example. If you've never played FIFA before, uh, in the Ultimate Team, you buy packs to get players, but it never guarantees yeah. what player you'll get. And that yeah. is basic, that's important for your, your team's performance to get the best player. Yeah. And you can pay real world money. And what a lot of young people do is obviously they'll ask their parents for their birthday or Christmas, can I spend X yeah. amount of money to get packs? And what they what was in the report, uh, like, you know, this report covered a lot of stuff, and they were talking heavily about the gambling resemblance of a lot of these loot boxes and stuff and they hit nails they hit the nail on the head when they said you know young people uh, who can play these you know i don't know what the age rating on fifa is but it's obviously not going to be 18 plus uh they're not mature enough to understand what gambling is and, like, yeah, and that is works. true and uh it is a very big problem it's a big problem in yeah, yeah games. but the problem um, right there armor yeah right away the yeah. problem right there is that they can buy a loot box and they can change their game the actual specs of their game. So they can get a player that's better than another player. So it's like finding a gun that's better than everybody else's gun on the on the battlefield. And if they didn't do that, then it'd be fine. Because I quite like loot boxes, and I don't mind buying loot boxes for my kids and stuff, if they're all just purely for, um, like, looks. When they change the game... Randomised. No, no, but when they change the game, like, if, I, if you, like, say, Rocket League, I think they've done it right. You can unlock stuff randomly or you can buy uh, loot boxes and keys and you can unlock stuff but they don't change how fast your car goes they don't give yeah. you a better advantage on on the actual pitch but the thing is in that in um fifa they do yeah the only argument is uh obviously rocket league as well 
So just talking about Rocket League now, what you've said, uh, a young person still wouldn't understand how obviously you're still gambling just to get them uh, to get them skins and aesthetics. You might really want that new car skin or that new, uh, you know, that new that new skin and that new vehicle, uh, but he's still gambling. You know. Yeah, but then his parents should be there watching it. over him, like I said earlier. Right. Yeah, but parents might not know anything about games. Right? Well, then learn before they buy computers. Otherwise, they should just yeah, piss that, off. Yeah, that's exactly right. You <laughs> well, actually, well, actually, one. Well, the whole argument is these games. They're not. You don't need parental guidance to buy it. A kid well, then they should make the game off. eighteen. Then you should know it as a parent well, what you're buying for your kids. Well, no, but they're not buying it for their kids. Maybe the kid just bought it himself. No, but they're the buying them a cause... game. Within those games, well, there's there's well, no, there's but, add-ons. Okay. Rocket League now, give me two seconds. What's the Rocket League age rating? Yeah, so Rocket I love League it when it gets heated. Is, well, what's, what is it? Rated E for everyone. So Rocket League is rated E for everyone. That's an American rating. Which means a kid can just walk into a shop and buy a Rocket League, and if they've still got money, they can gamble all their money. They don't need a parent doesn't need to be involved. They could be an orphan. They could be whatever. They could live in a shared home and still they could gamble be their an money. Orphan. I'm just I'm just trying to say you're blaming the parents. I'm just saying you're blaming the hi, parents. Hi, hi, Mr. Yeah. Game. It's, it's I'm an orphan. I'm going to buy the game and, and gamble everything. But it's true, though. It's, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's kids can buy this game and gamble their money. They don't understand. Like, we're teaching kids how to gamble. That's the main problem. And it is been ta- that is that part of the report has been taken dead, dead seriously. And you can definitely expect a shake-up in the future. Well, the, in, in, in terms of loot boxes, both in the UK and here in the USA, they're already clamping down on that stuff. All that's going to go away. They're very serious. It's gone to court. It will go to court more. So they're definitely going to get rid of that, all that crap. See, as far as everything else, though, being on the addiction side or whatever you want to call it, again, it comes down to the parents. And we're not blaming the parents, but it's a matter of fact that, yeah, do you know what your kid's doing every second? Okay, so maybe you don't know everything he's doing. But for the most part, you're going to figure things out. If you're I'd be more worried it, about the porn he's watching. I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, seen nothing. Imagine you, <laughs> your son's in the bedroom, the door's locked. There's a little thing saying "Do not disturb," and you can hear like. How and how old and is then, the kid? Two, uh, he's seventeen. <laughs> anyway, so you he's open the door you thinking in. you open the door thinking, "What am I going to find him doing? Looking at what kind of porn?" And then he's playing Rocket League and he's got a loot box. <laughs> he's bashing his keyboard. At least he's bashing something now, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> But, um, it's insidious. But yeah, no, in all seriousness, Ahmet, I totally understand like the yeah. gambling side of it and how it's teaching people the wrong kinds of stuff. And then from that, they go on to getting like turning 18 and then getting on these gambling sites where they're on their phone and it's just like keep running reels, spinning reels. But the point is, yeah. what I'm getting at is, is I think if they get rid of loot boxes, fine, get rid of them. But what I want to make sure I see is in a game for me, I want to see loads and loads of outfits, loads and loads of guns, Stuff like that. And like I keep saying, I want to be able to play the game for a year to get one skin. So I've properly, properly put my uh, effort in. Not No one's going to have that skin. Just me. Because I put the effort in. And I think they need to do a lot more of that. But the thing is, at the end of the day, all it's coming down to is money. The developers are just looking at the money side of it. Sure. You're a developer. Yeah. Would you put a loot box in there to make more money? Well, this is the way I've seen it. If it's legal, if you don't do it, someone else will. So that's the rule. <laughs> so you that's would the do it then? Yeah, if it's if it's still lit, I would do as as a developer. Right? I know it sounds immoral, but if it's if there's a like an, not an exploit, but if there's a really good business practice. So for example, loot crates uh, loot crates make loads of money for FIFA and Ultimate Team. 
if you don't do it in your game, someone else is going to do it until it's made illegal or it's changed. But so, do you think don't... when they turn the tables and they make this illegal, do you think, like all the court cases and stuff that's going to happen, do you think there'll be a backlash on these pl- people? So like FIFA will get fined massive amounts of money because they've been proven to do something as bad. Oh, uh, uh, the biggest thing that will happen, I don't think they'll close, like they'll... I don't even know if they'll get fined. I think they'll just have to stop what they're doing. The main thing that will happen is if they can't make money through loot boxes, they're going to find new ways to yeah. make money, and it might even be worse. <laughs> just what happened That's to the, the days where you bought a game annoying. and you just got the game? Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> season passes make more money, and you know, loot boxes make more money. It's just the way it goes. Yeah, well, I do like a season mention- pass. But yeah, I but like you, a season pass that you get what you pay for and then that's it. Right. Like The Sims. You Have you seen The Sims? They've oh, worked out that it costs like thousands of pounds to actually buy and own all of The Sims. They've got DLC for The Sims 4, but then they've got a DLC for the DLC. That's, <laughs> that's just wrong. What? DLC's yeah. He's got DLC. Yeah. That's incest, man. Who was I chatting to the other day? Um, it might have been Shell. And basically she was saying, yeah, you've got the DLC that you buy and then you've got add-ons for that DLC that you can buy, like individual parts for it, um, which is just crazy. Just that's wrong. like, should we just keep adding more price tags to this? That's, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it gets out of control. But anyway, we're getting a bit long with this whole subject. Loot boxes. Yeah, I yeah. don't mind loot boxes as long as they only, they don't affect the game in any way. I don't think you should be able to pay to win. And that's just, that's just a no-no. Um, yeah. Maybe they should do some kind of thing where within the game, every XP level, you get a loot box. And that's it. Just leave it at that. Yeah, that could be a thing. You know, rather than trying to always take that little bit extra. It's greed. Just real quick, just real quickly, um, you want to wrap this up, I'm guessing. But um, I think one of the things that will stick and will probably become more prominent is like time-based, uh, like not time-based challenges, but time-based rewards where you can unlock stuff. Because that's what keeps the people playing. Yeah. I think that's something that you, you'll just see in games forever now. Like uh, that weekly challenge or that monthly challenge, daily challenge. Yeah. I mean, it's been around for a while, but rather than unlocking XP, like it was, like, for example, in the old Black Ops, in the first Black Ops, you're going to earn rare, you know, skins that can't be unlocked any other way yeah. or skins that you'd have to then work really hard to work I on. I see that a lot in Ring of Elysium. Uh, yeah, that, that's going to become a common theme in all games. Yeah, just to keep you coming back, that daily, daily point. I'll log in now. I mean, do you know what? My kids are already doing it, so... They're yeah. not allowed to play computer in the week. They're only allowed on at weekends. Um, unless yeah. it's like a, a special day or a Friday night, late night, they're allowed on if we're not Ooh. out somewhere. And late on Fridays. Yeah, already, like, they'll be like, Daddy, uh, I need to click on my daily, otherwise I'm going to lose it. So, like, like and I, I can understand their point. So, I'm, I get on the computer at night, like, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night, and I have to switch both their computers on, click on their dailies, and then close their computers down. Um, yeah. Because I understand that that's that's something that you do miss out on if it's a special thing you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just a good incentive for you to get on that game. And if most people, obviously I know you're doing good parenting, but people who aren't doing good, good parenting, they'll do that daily thing and they'll probably end up just playing the game. <laughs> yeah, the just, yeah, just keep getting in. on there and playing, playing, playing. Um, yeah, yeah. Just before we move on, I'd just like to read out that uh, R3D Vega in the chat says... It's an addiction. He's addicted. And then uh, Comic Clown, he says, Hi, I'm Nige, and I'm addicted. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, there's, there's quite well, a few of us. Gamers Anonymous now. We, we get GM, the GM, man. But could you imagine that all of us, we all got sent to like one of these community get-togethers that you've got to do, like the government set it up that you've got to like, yeah. go to like a programme. Us lot will turn up. We'd all turn up and start talking about games. We could even record the podcast I, there. I, and we would try and, we'd try and like, sneak in like uh, Nintendo Switches and things like that and like, <laughs> play in the toilets and stuff. <laughs> you know what? You can always tell a proper true gamer. Like, when you go to... like Obviously, I don't do it much now because I'm normally in the shows. But when I back in the days when we used to all go to the shows as just regular people, you'd be in a queue and there'd be people... They're just sitting there on their computers in the queues, uh, which I always thought was pretty mad. But right. Let's move on. Is that all of it for the news section? Uh, just a couple of other things real quick. Go oh, on, actually, go for one, it. Just one thing. Just for the news section, one thing. Bring uh, it. On Epic Games, on their launcher, you can get uh, all of the Batman Arkham series for free right now. So Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight, and Arkham... I never really got City. into them games, to be fair. Arkham City. Yeah, it's I not did. for everyone, but pretty good. It's, yeah, it's free at the moment on, Epic, on the Epic Store if you're interested. That's it. Um, just before we do move on, it's quite funny because Jadeite in the chat, we were talking about dailies and stuff like that, weren't we? And she literally just said in chat uh, that she stopped playing Fortnite back in October, but she still had a friend log into her account to do the weekly challenges uh, as she wanted to get the top tier skin. And and yeah. she said she still spent money this year on skins and she doesn't even play the game. Just doesn't want to miss out. Yeah. I, I hate it. <laughs> do you know oh, what no, she's, a, she's addicted. Yeah, but, know, but that's the thing. never played a game, what's the point? But she's, yeah, but that's the point that we're making. She wasn't even playing the game, but she still is addicted to making sure. It said it's t- taken her six months to stop the habit of keep trying to get back on there because she doesn't want to miss that stuff. Yeah. And to be fair, I do it. On Ring- when I get into Ring of Elysium, I do it. I'm like, oh, Gunskin, I could get that for free. I'm going to keep logging in for the rest of the week. But anyway, yeah. well, I think we've done enough about loot boxes, skins, and addiction we know that we're all addicted. Simple as that. I'm not. Hey, I'm not addicted. I'm You're not addicted. addicted. You've turned it into work, and you do it 24 hours a day. <laughs> no. I'm How many hours have you got in uh, Dying Light configurator or whatever it is? No, no. Right. So in Dying. Come on, wait, wait, wait. No, How many Dying, hours? He's, he's the guy that sells no, that's the cannabis. That's he's different. not addicted. He just yeah, sells. exactly. I never, do my, <laughs> never try your own drugs, innit? No, I'm not addicted. I'm clean. I'm clean. Well, you could. You you could say that you became a developer because you're addicted. Well, no, I, yeah, 100%. When I was younger, I was, but I'm clean now. <laughs> I've been off the game for six He was months, so addicted, man. he stopped playing the games and started turkey. making them. <laughs> yeah. He went into well, you started... Nuts I had to put that. I had to put that addiction to good use, you know. But I'm not addicted no more, though, I swear. Proud of you, man. That's right. You're channeling your energy you. into another addiction. <laughs> yeah. Man. Right. That takes us to the end of the news section. Man, that was an hour and 15 minute news section, man. That's massive. Um, So, right, we're going to crack on and talk about some of the games. Um, All I wanted to talk about, firstly, for me, was a little game uh, which I've been playing before. Uh, It's called Project High Rise. Now, I'm going to get a little video of it up so people can see it at home. Hopefully the sound don't come in because it comes in loud every time, so I'll try and get it quick. Because it... Yeah, it was going to... Uh, basically, this game... Does any of you remember Sim Tower? Oh, yeah. Uh, long time ago. So, Sim Tower... You remember back in the day of Sim Ant, Sim Tower, Sim City, Sim City 2000? Yeah, Sim City, yeah. I remember, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, there was a game that was called Sim Tower. And you oh, basically... Yeah. Go on. Fallout Shelter. 
Fallout Shelter, that's what it looks like. Bit like Fallout Shelter, man. Um, but it's I personally, I loved Sim Tower. It was very simple. It was easy. You just literally built a floor. You put your lifts in, and then you put shops, or you put like apartments, or you put like your offices. And it was all about making money. Now, we got this game Sim Tower, not Sim Tower. Talking rubbish. Um, Project Tower, whatever it is. Project Hi-Rex. Yeah, Project. <laughs> I'll get there in a minute. Ah. But the thing is, <laughs> this, this is part I'm there of for you. no. But this is part of the issue. This is a game that we reviewed a long time. To- I just fell off my chair. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see Did that. Did you see that? A couple of seconds. Literally, I just nah. fell off the side, but I recovered. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty bad. But uh, yeah, basically... <laughs> I'm laughing now. Uh, basically, so I love Sim Tower. It was very simple and easy to get along with. And then I saw this. And this is like a very, very modern version of it. Um which has got a lot more stuff involving. There's a lot more detail. There's a lot more, like, like how to ex- describe it, like, back-end side of stuff, like stats, how you get your people there, how you have to do electric, and you have to do, like, gas, phone lines. Uh, you have to, like, say I put an office in. In the original game, you'd put an office in, and every month it would make you money. With that money, you'd buy something else. In this, it's highly in-depth, man. You put an office in, you have to have a phone line. You have to have water going to it. You've got to have, like, if you want TVs, you've got to have cable going to it. Uh, and then it might be like, oh, this office, it wants a courier company and it wants a um, downstairs, like, baggage handler and stuff like that. And the thing is, I just wanted to have a little bit to say about it uh, because the game looks well good. And I really, really, really wanted to get into this game and play it because it looks so good. If you like strategy, you like it. Sorry? Is there a butt coming? But, man, it's so <laughs> hard. I mean, literally, it is so hard. I literally started this game 10 times over. I put on the easiest setting, started it over 10 times over. If you're watching the videos or if you are listening, the videos of it, you've got these massive high-rise blocks with all these different like roofs, roof like settings and stuff like that. You've got lots of detailing. There's hundreds of different... Fallout Shelter times 100. Yeah, Fallout Shelter times 100. Um, and it looks amazing, but um, I, either I'm just really, really crap at it, or the game is impossibly hard. You play games like this quite a lot, Nick, so it's probably just hard. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to be honest. I think there's a uh, another one coming up. But, yeah, I like really, really like the game, and I really, really wanted to come on and just talk about how far the game's come and how good it is, but I've got to be honest, it, it's... It's just been so hard for me to get into it. I, I can't do anything. I even said to my missus, look, can you play it and see if it's just me being crap at this game? So if anyone's out there and you like like your strategies, uh, it's all 2D, it's not 3D. So it's 2D looking from the side. And it's literally like you build your first floor, you build your underground, then you build like your offices, then you build shops, then you build like retail. And there is a lot of detail to it. So like if I put a retail shop in, somewhere in the building I've got to have a warehouse, you know? It, it's highly in-depth. With If I put this here, something over here is going to affect it. If I put that there, something there is going to affect it. When you build an office, you have to fulfil all their needs before the office people will actually move in. Um, and there will be all different types of offices and stuff like that. Lots of mods for this game as well, so you can have like all different real shops and stuff. Huh. But yeah, nice. Project High Rise. Um, 
I don't think it's a very particularly expensive game. It's like 15 quid. Um, and there is, like I said, there's loads of extras for it, loads of mods for it. But I just wanted to get it out to the masses. And if anyone out there plays strategy, play this game and tell me if I'm doing something really, really simple wrong. Because I'm finding it impossible. Like, really, really am finding it impossible. Project High Rise, people. I want to hear some comments and I want to get some people right into us on Discord and let me know what you think of this game. But that's all I'd say about it was that I'm crap at it, but I like it. And if you find out that he has been an umpty and just crap at the game, then if please someone uh, writes in, tag him. And, <laughs> yeah. If someone writes in and is like, yeah, I've been playing this game, it's really good. Like, I literally haven't got four stories high. I haven't even got to the point where I've got offices, shops and retail and I'm making money. I just go straight into debt and I just die. Maybe it's a real-time game because it takes a long time to build change. a skyscraper. Is there a difficulty setting that you can change? It's on easy. Oh, God. It's on easy? Yeah. Jeez. That's Man. like they are billions, though. They're just want... really complex games. Yeah, but they are billions. Even with they are billions, like that game, it came out and it was known to be like a really, really hard game. But then they made it easier and they put another version in, you know? But anyway, yeah, Project High Rise, 15 quid. Check it out, people. Uh, and I want to see screenshots of, of your actual high rises i don't want to see like someone else's i need to see your picture of your face in there with that with that screen <laughs> but yeah right moving on um what we're going to get into next is what armor is on here for and trev um because trev you're going to talk a bit about dying light 2 which isn't out yet but you're going to talk about what you feel of that game armor jumping in to help us yeah he's a developer uh working on Dying Light 1 mod, which is a complete separate game that he's making himself out of their game. Um, so I'll let you two take it away and Gray, me and you will just fire questions in. Anybody in the chat wants to put any questions in, just feel free. So, safe to say that we're both probably looking forward to the game. I played the first one. I never complete the first game, I'll be honest, just because it was huge. Um... You can mute when you say that, you know, Nick. What's you know, that? You can, you can, you can, did I mute you as well? Yeah, we we know we could hear you, mate. Oh, no, we I'll can just... hear you when you got yeah. Yeah, you need so, you, Every time I've muted that, you've heard me shouting at Jan to turn his every yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why did why did you say something? Well, when I, it, it happened in the middle of me doing the thing on uh, on Division Two, and you still heard me. Yeah. And we thought you oh, were yeah. interrupting yeah, him, and I was like, "Don't interrupt him, man." You were oh, going clicking, no. clicking, and, I moved, and then right, I right. Oh, <laughs> uh, So in other words, so wait, 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 just let's just get this sorted. What's going on? Hold on, stop. <laughs> right, you lot have got it wrong. You lot can oh, hear no. me, but the stream can't hear me. That's the point. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when I was yeah. shouting at Jansen so, earlier, right, no one else heard that, it. So we thought you were in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, only we heard that. But yeah, you anyway. Can't hear this behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, but yeah, but sorry people because the, I'm shouting at Jansen. You probably can't hear each other whilst I'm shouting out. Yeah, exactly. I'm like Jansen, Jansen, turn it down. <laughs> you're, gonna have to go back, you're gonna have to go back to real meeting. <laughs> oh man, go carry on. Sorry, people. So dying light. Okay, We're professional so here. First game, still pretty massive open world. So much to do. So much that they kept bringing out new free content for ages after the game came out including a br mode so you definitely got your bang for your buck with that game and now dying like two's coming about soon and the game is four times bigger 
than the original game, which blows my mind because the first one was huge already. Um, and quick, they've Trent, revamped... so I thought, when you say four times bigger, is it the environment's four times yes. bigger? Yes. Or... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which again, that's that that's again blows my mind because the first game was huge on its own. They are yeah. they're basically using a new engine, a uh, new version of their engine. Uh, C engine, never heard of it, but it looked stunning from all the stuff we've seen online anyway. So I don't care what it's called as long as it's good. Um, they've got a new animation system, new quest system with sport choices, consequences as well. You know, choose path A, choose path B. What happens if you do one thing, it'll affect this thing, and vice versa. And I like that. That must take a hell of a matter of coding and programming for that, but I like that. New UI systems something that Amit could come to in a minute as well streaming yeah. technology which allows really huge worlds he could probably fill in with that bit but I'm really looking forward to that because it's so much better than the original um, what's your opinion on it Amit can you tell us what streaming technology is etc no, no I'm, I'm <laughs> not a programmer I can have a quick look though streaming streaming technology um, Dying Light 2 what? I do have to say, no, the way I've gone. seen the Dying Light series, the yep. first, I, I personally think Dying Light is uh, Left for Dead, but just in real what? life graphics, don't you think? No. Nah. It's do. got similarities to it. It is the same Dirty. four people playing in co op, going around a zombie map. Uh, not, no, no, I'd say the uh, main Dead parallels... Island. Yeah, but it's the same, but they, the same developer. <laughs> Yeah, but what I'm saying is that's it looks to me like it's a new version of Dead Island, not Left 4 Dead, Dead Island. Well, I'll, oh, tell yeah. you some, I'll tell you a fact. So Dying Light was actually meant to be a Dead Island sequel. There you go then, see? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's the same developer. It was literally based on the same premise, but they decided to go with a different title. But it's the same game, the just better day. graphics. Kind of, yeah, kind of. It's similar in ways. Um, I'd say the main difference is obviously like the parkour system and the technology they had now. Uh, well, during Dying Light One was a lot better as well. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I- I'm not a big fan yeah. of the parkour, though. To be fair. Uh, how come? Like, it's not that it's broken. It works well. It's just preference, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's just I just don't like the idea of like because it's just pretty much you just clicking a button whilst moving around, and you, the guy's just jumping from building to building to rooftop to building over a fence. And there was that other jumping game, wasn't there? What was that one? Mirror's Edge. Was yeah, that it? Yeah. That was a jumping simulator. It's like that. There's more involved in that. I mean, yeah, there, that is the fundamental mechanic there. But it's all about the timing as well. You've got the zombies in the way that you need to avoid in a 3D environment, so they could get in. They could get to you from any angle. Your weapon uh, could run, could run out of bullets or get blunt, and then you can't hit them with that. And then you need to maybe duck under their legs and get out of the way. And then you run out of stamina. So uh, it's a lot more involved in that. But I see where you're coming from. Yeah, um, are you looking forward to it? Are you from what you've saw? You've went. That's that's that looks. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. Uh, so the, the company, obviously, the developers is Techland, and I'm very passionate about that company and what they're trying to do. Like, I really appreciate that they're trying to take it in this more narrative direction. I'm quite interested yeah. to see how that's going to come off. One they're of the Polish studio, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're based right, in yeah. two place. Yeah, two cities. Uh, they're based mm. in two cities in Poland. Uh, the main thing that worries me about these are these like uh, narrative things that arc around and you can make different options. Is if you play a linear story uh, that's AAA, so for example, like one of the Modern Warfare games or a Gears of War or whatever, uh, like a film, how you can control exactly what happens and 
guide someone's emotions in the uh, Dying Light 2 like narrative choices with that narrative choices people can make choices that perhaps they in the future dislike or they might realize that you know <laughs> I think the best the best way to explain it is when I played uh, Metro the uh, 2033 and Metro Last Light I even when I played the first one Metro 23 I didn't realize there was alternate endings I didn't even know so I, pl I completed Metro 2033 I won't put any spoilers in uh, people who haven't played it. Uh, and I got the ending that I wouldn't have wanted if I had known otherwise. And I was quite satisfied with that. And then the same with Metro Last Light as well. I got the ending that I was dissatisfied with. And yeah, so you're end, saying was... basically a fork in the road at certain parts in the game, which once you make that decision, you're stuck with that decision, or you can go back and change it by changing what your character's doing in-game. Well, with the Dying Light, the thing that they're saying with uh, the decisions is they're trying to make the game more replayable. So obviously you can play it once and the world will look a certain way and then now it will be a certain way. And then you can change it in the next time you play, you can completely change what happens and how the environment looks, which is good. Obviously you want to make your game more replayable, but I might dislike a certain narrative arc. Uh, and then that might be the first one I choose. And I might play the game and be like, oh, actually that was really, really naff. That wasn't that good actually. Yeah, because you know what games like that? Go on. Fable 3. I haven't actually played any of the Fable series. So in, in basically in Fable Three, what happens is uh, it's a bit of like an RPG, like sort of open world uh, run around game where you can do whatever, but you can like do things in game. So basically, say you come to a mission where you come to, and I can't remember because I haven't played the game for a long time, but just an example. Say you come to like a little village and there's a dock there. You get the decision when you kill that boss or whatever. You'll get the decision to turn that dock into a nice little family like dock sort of thing, or you can yeah. turn it into like a really bad uh, like warehouse full of like drugs and stuff. And you can choose what you do at each each turn. And throughout the game, it makes you either good or bad, and it it changes your character physically looking and by your decisions. So you can actually have it where you've got like a brothel. Or you've got a nice family pub. And if you turn that, that world changes forever through the continuous of that game. Well, yeah. to, to, to add to that point Amit just made there, to make it actually even worse, I was also reading as well that the based on the narrative choice of the game, it will actually affect sections of the map too. So it will actually yeah. impact the world that you play in. So if you don't go down a particular path, you won't be able to play in a section of the map. I saw it actually happening in front of my eyes. They actually got the narrative choice right or wrong, depending on how you look at it, and then a whole section of the map, maybe it wasn't massive, like a corner of it opened up because it's part of another arc and blah, blah, blah. So it's got an even bigger impact than we first actually stated, so bear that in mind. But that's yeah. been going on with games for a long time. I mean, Witcher, I Witcher 3, if you don't take one person as a, as a partner, something happens to them, they die, it changes the course of part of the game. Which makes it more exciting, I think. At least yeah, but does it close off happen. bits of the map, though, Gray? But so, the, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. The Witcher Three, you can't do. The Witcher Three, you're never going to go back and start a game again and take a different choice because the game's just massive. Right, but people, there are people that do that, though. I mean, they want to go back and play it again, and then there's people that played it. Like I thought, I had a lot of hours into it. I put probably two fifty, three hundred hours into it. Some people put ten thousand hours into the game. Ten thousand. I still got my question for Armit. 
in yeah. that developer tool, how much hours have you done? Oh, it'll be ridiculous. <laughs> I'll quickly have a look on Steam, basically. Ah, uh, that'll be interesting, actually. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to go in big picture mode, I think, to find out. So, like, no, you should be able to just do like an overlay and it will come up with the hours played. No, because it's not in the game section, it's in like, the tool section. Oh, it's too late, I'm already in there now. Give me a second, I'll have a look. I'm 18, 1900 yeah. hours in Rust, and that's the most I've ever played in anything. So oh, like, that's a lot. 2,040 hours. That's Ooh. not that much, to be fair, considering you, you've been working on it. Um, quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a life as well, though. <laughs> uh, on considering Armor 3, that's 24 hours. <laughs> Armor 3 is my biggest game ever played, like, in time-wise, and I think it's got racked up, like, some 1,000-something hours on Steam, but I think I've done another extra thousand hours outside of that um, in Armour 3. Sorry? How can you get hours out with that are... are uh, I think it's because I've done half the game going through Steam and half of it going through an external launcher. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So the A3 okay. mod. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but that's Dying Light 2, basically. It's coming out spring next year. And yeah, they they have spent a long time in this polishing it as well. Yeah. It won't come out not necessarily access nonsense. They're too big a studio now for that. So yeah, it does look nice. Yeah. And I will play this four player co op zombie killer. Um, Armit, yeah. did you want to talk a little bit about what you do? Or are you keeping it under wraps for a little bit longer? No. So I've, the only reason why I've got a lot of knowledge about Tech Man Dying Light and all that good stuff is uh, Dying Light, the first one, uh, one that's been released in 2015 or 14, whatever. Uh, it released with developer tools, and when I left uni about four, I think three years ago, three and a half years ago, I wanted to get into uh, game development, and I've done loads of different, I've worked with loads of different software and that kind of stuff, and then two years ago, I actually had a go on the Dying Light developer tool, and the, a lot of the argument that I get from people is obviously, oh, that's not a real development kit, or that's not real development software. Uh, but it is, and I'm trying to become uh, a designer, a game designer. Not So when you say game designer, by the way, that's not just like a term that means game developer. Game designer is like, I'm, I'll make like, the rules of the game, the missions of the game, economies, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm working on in this small team at the moment. Uh, and it's good, I've been working on it. I've been working on this project at the moment for a year, but I've been working on the developer tools for about a, two years and a half. And as I've been working on this, I've been keeping really close tabs on what the uh, Techland team were doing, all that kind of stuff. Uh, one thing to, so just a few things to mention actually, with Dying Light 2, is they haven't announced anything to do with developer tools, and I doubt they actually will implement developer tools. I don't think it will happen. Really? Why do you think that? So the adding developer tools to a game usually takes a lot of time, resource, and it wasn't as, it was popular. And loads of people know about it, and it was big, but it wasn't big enough to warrant doing it again in Dying Light 2. I think the game will still make enough money and be financially feasible without the development tools. I think they can probably just cut that out of the game and everyone. They need to stop offering the DLC for free all the time. I like that, but if they can make extra money to warrant these things, that helps. Yeah. No, they they could. I mean, obviously, I'm, I don't know what they're doing exactly, but I don't. I think, number one, you won't see a developer tools with Dying Light 2. I very much doubt it. And yeah. number two, I think they, they're they hiding a lot of, uh, like, big content. Not like another map or anything, but, I mean, I think they're hiding, like, the PvE. Uh, sorry, the player versus player and the uh, co-op stuff. I think there's a lot of stuff they haven't uh, announced yet, and they're keeping right until release. 
So, like, I think there will probably be a PvP mode from launch. So they obviously tried Bad Blood, which actually... So Bad Blood, by the way, if you don't know, like Trev was saying, is the Battle Royale edition. It's not a DLC, though. It's actually a standalone game that you can buy about Dying Light. Oh, really? Uh, and, yes. But don't get too excited because, unfortunately, it was a massive flop. And I can quickly check right now the player count on Bad Blood on Steam. Not to bury a game right well, in Just the to rub it in. Yeah, so the past three, hour, past three hours, two people have been playing. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So what, then you're going to yeah. come along and be like, look, my game's better. No. Well, the thing is, <laughs> because it's player versus player, without other players, this dead game. So I'm making Battle yeah, Royale. It's a bit like Ring of Elysium right now. What do you mean with Ring of Elysium? The player count's going down so much that like they started putting in like map modes for like like low amount of people and then people ain't even oh, turning really? up for that so the game goes live uh, and you've got uh, 10 people on a server it's going down quicker than playing co-op with grey wolfenstein youngblood <laughs> <laughs> now well, that went down in, in like a half an hour <laughs> yes this is it's, true it's still doing better than bad blood it's got at the moment last three hours was 600 and uh, 6,174 players which is considerably good actually yeah if you want to know by the way i'll quickly put uh this link in the uh, chat. So I use this website called Steam Charts, which shows you how many players play each game. So if you want to buy a multiplayer-only game, but you don't know about the player base, just check it on here, and it tells you how many people are playing uh, past three hours, past day, peak players in a month, peak players at all time, all that kind of good stuff. Really useful. I always check it out with games. Uh, and if you check Bad Blood on there, you'll just laugh. It is really poor, actually. Um, the thing with Bad Blood as well is it used the, the actual map on Dying Night, it's, it's really weird why they sold it separate. And it was meant to be made free to play at some point. It still hasn't been. It was just a bit of a, a massive, a bit of a, it was a bit of a small, of a big massive. <laughs> Spit it out, mate. Spit it out. Yeah. No, it, 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 it was a failure. It wasn't very good. Even, you know, even me liking the band and liking their software, even I didn't buy it. Now, because obviously there's no player base. If they made it free to play, it would pick up again. Uh, but they haven't done that yet. And I don't think they will because there's no point in this Dying Light food around the corner. So there you go. Um, um, just quickly before you carry on, I just opened yep. up the site that you're talking about and yep. we can read some stats on there. If anyone in chat's interested, uh, it's quite funny. So I'll get it up on screen and zoom it in a bit. Maybe that's a bit small. Uh, I'll take it to the full screen uh, and then we'll zoom it in there. So this site actually shows you the amount of live people on games right now, which are the highest rated. Man, it's funny because it's still old games. The top yeah. games that people are playing multiplayer right now is Counter-Strike. Yes, represent. Counter-Strike, you'd assume anyway. But Dota 2, I've never, never, ever been interested in Dota 2. Uh, Team Fortress 2, I can't believe that's still going. Dota, Football Underlords, Manager, you can. Football Manager. Mm. I spent, you know, the first couple of nights after I got rid of my laptop, I actually sat and played that on my iPad, and I played it from when I got home to went to bed. I was like, Wow. Really? <laughs> yes. But it's like some of the games on it. Gary's Mod, Farming Simulator 19. Gary? <laughs> Gary? Gary's Mod? Yeah, but it's no, like... It's no, just, graphic, man. I just People wanted to, to just say about it, and it's it's just... It's crazy, man. Yeah, they're still popular, man. People still play these old games. Yeah, they do. But then again, I love Transport Tycoon and the original XCOM, so... That's me. Right. And lady. Are we all ready to move on? 
Yeah, you're good, you're good. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say any questions, just uh, message me however you can. It's, uh, I won't plug any of my own stuff, but uh, yeah. You can plug it, man, questions. you can plug it. Yeah, yeah, well, any we'll, questions we'll about... let you have a plug just because of that photo we got on show. Oh, that is a crap, that beard, mate, I just want to... Man, <laughs> that beard looks like it's been photoshopped on. Uh, <laughs> it probably it probably was Jansen before. <laughs> he looks like a character in a game. We've yeah, seen him before. He does. <laughs> he looks like uh, one of the bad guys in one of these shoot up uh games. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a bad guy from Dying Light Two or something. Your face needs to be in the new Far Cry and it comes out eventually. That you'll be a perfect uh, villain right there. Um yeah, for anybody the, the that's in, for on a serious note, anyone that's interested in getting hold of Armit, he's up open for questions. Uh, you can hit him up on Twitter, um, and he's called the Armit Ibrahim. And basically, if you can't find him, just message me on Discord. I'll pass you over to him. Uh, it totally does comic. He he loves to uh, get involved uh, and help out people and talk to people about games and developing. He's just yeah, as man. bad as me on the phone, and he'll be on there for a long time, won't you, Armit? Well, I feel bad, like, hanging you up early, innit? <laughs> when, I you, when I see you calling, I'm like, ah, oh, nitto. Uh, that's many people out there like that, trust me. <laughs> yeah, we all know that. <laughs> I have a long day to do nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's funny, man. But yeah, seriously, though, in all seriousness, if you guys have any questions about Dying Light especially, but anything else, just anything cool. that you think I'll be monstrous right. about, go ahead. Let's move on. Right, Gray, I believe you want to talk about uh, the game you've been playing. Yep, I've been playing Gears 5 a bunch, but I've been trying to pay attention more to the co-op mode. And the fun thing about the Gears 5 co-op mode is there's multiple co-op modes, and then there's variations within those. So I got together with one of our community members, World's Prophet, and we tried to play Escape. And Escape is a mode where you're basically running to get out of some a place, you're running to escape from a place. And at the back of you is a gas creeping up that'll kill you if it touches you, and in front of you are enemies... And you only have limited weapons and limited ammo. Uh, yeah, but it's not a it's not a, a battle royale though. You're you're playing with your partner and you're just eliminating enemies on the way out. I do out. like playing with my partner. And it gets it gets tougher and tougher <laughs> as you get out because you you can't go backwards. You'll die, and you got to go forward. And they and the, the the ammo gets more limited as you run around. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And we okay. we did uh, horde mode, and that's five players uh, working against waves of enemies. There's 50 waves in a game. We made it up to about wave 22, and it got too late. We had, we had really? to get out of the game. But in this Gears uh, 5, um, can you not just play co-op through the main storyline? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a whole campaign mode. I'm playing that, too. But oh, so, the co-op, uh, the co-op is, 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 is so much fun because there's so many different things you can have do. Have all the with, Gears with of War people. had co-op? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, do you know what? I might actually go back to them because the, the Gears of War that I stopped actually following that game was on the Xbox 360. That's how long ago it was. Um, so maybe, like, even though I'm saying to everybody, oh, I don't play Gears, it's linear, it's not my kind of thing, that was when it... I don't remember it being co-op then. You, you probably would like the co-op in this game more than the, the campaign. Um, it's it And other people, I think, in the community would too. And there's like I said, there's many different things you can do. So uh, I thought Horde was a lot of fun. And one of the things they did to change it up is that every few... Uh, 20 or 30 seconds, you your, your weapons automatic. No, no, your weapons automatically change every time. Oh, really? So regardless of whether you like it or not, your weapon keeps changing every 20 seconds. 
What that's in, a... that's in the that's in the base horde mode. Yeah, yeah, it's great, it's and not... it keeps it you keeps, keeps it, keep it guessing. But you can't uh, turn I it off. I, I, I don't know. I didn't get into that part of being able to do it. I just we were just trying it out to see how it was. Uh, are you a fan, uh, Armit, of Gears of War? Yeah, I've been playing Gears for ages. I haven't picked up Gears of War five yet. Uh, you'll like, you'll like it, Armit. It's, it's getting extremely popular. Uh, it's a lot. Am I right in saying it's on the Xbox Game Pass? Yep, I it is. So yeah, yeah, it is. That's where I'm getting it from. I didn't pay for it. I paid a buck. A buck. That works on PC. That's on PC, right? You played one yep. Uncle Bob. Yep. Uh, yeah, I never tried it out. Um, the only thing that I'm, that annoys me is so Gears One was all about Delta Squad. Which was like Marcus Phoenix, Baird, Coltrane, Tom <coughs> uh, Santiago, and as it's gone through the Gears games, uh, the main protagonist, like the person you play as, was always Marcus Phoenix, and then it changed in Gears Four where you played as Marcus's son, and now you're playing as Kate, and I'm really just wanting to play as Marcus Phoenix again, <laughs> like just solely Marcus Phoenix. But why? He was the guy. You can in this the- game. Yeah, but I want. I don't want to play as Kate for most of the game or JD for most of the game. I want to play as Marcus because Marcus is just he's the guy, man. Like you wouldn't want to play. You wouldn't play a Batman game and play as Robin. Like they've made Kate now the focus of the story, which yeah. like I'm not trying to say she's bad or like she's a better character, but I just want to play as Marcus, man, because Marcus is he's the, just the, the gangster. He's the top boy. Like they couldn't they, if they killed Marcus in a Gears of War game. Sorry for like kind of counter spoiling it, so you know he doesn't die in Gears of War Five now. But if he does die in a Gears game, that 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 should technically be the end of Gears. <laughs> but that there should just be no more Gears. Like there would be no point for me. <laughs> I just wouldn't buy the game ever. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, he's like. Well, he I, I don't Gears. follow the game, so I don't really know a lot about it. So it's out of my sort of area. It's like it's like if Captain Price died in Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare ends. That's it. Like. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of another spoiler again. If you you're gonna tell it, you're gonna tell all of our listeners of all the people that die in all of the games. Basically, yeah. I, but I <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm there just telling you who game. doesn't. He die. Dead. I'm just telling you who doesn't die in games. I won't spoil anything else. No. Is there Jeff? He dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming yeah, in completely, Jeff. completely new because I've never played any of the gears until Gears Five. So. Oh really? Oh interesting. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I knew of the game, but I didn't play the games. So, yeah, but I'm having a blast at this one. So, yeah. Well, the other gears—they're not all on PC, unfortunately. I think Gears One is, and they had the ultimate, the ultimate edition, uh, which was like the remastered version. And Gears Four gears, was. Yeah, it was—it just goes from one to four. There is no two, three on PC, unless you emulate it. But then you can't play Switch Right. Man, Gears of War Five. There you go. We didn't—we didn't, we didn't really talk much about. We didn't really talk too much about. I'd say the new, the other new stuff is uh, you get hit markers, which you never used to. The kill feed is really big on bold, like in Call of Duty or a Battlefield game. Uh, there's a lot of the old maps as well, like Gears is renowned for putting old multiplayer maps into the new ones. So I think you've got Reclaim, which is like the farm map from Spore, an old one. And there's a whole bunch of other older maps in there as well. Uh, yeah. I guess that's the main... I like the multiplayer more, Gears. Not the, I like the campaign, but the multiplayer is a lot more. Really? Bad. I thought that game was all about just playing through the story. No. no the, the, the multiplayer is awesome. Like the cool thing about them, so if you're not a Gears fan, so the viewers and listeners who aren't Gears fans, I'll tell you what's so special about it, is, yeah, it's third-person uh, multiplayer, which is, which is actually quite rare these days, if you think about it for like a big AAA game. 
uh, but not talking about like a grinding game like the division or something like that it is actually uh, more arcade yeah. and the main the main thing that's special about it is the cover system and how you can exploit it I guess you could say like it's not an illegal exploit or an unwanted one but you can wall bounce which is when you slide around cover and you'll you move like unnaturally quick but it actually it brings value to the to gears and it's one of the things that's so special about it is the wall bouncing it's like the building in fortnite but you can't build in any other game like you can in fortnite and you can't wall bounce in any other game like you can in gears and it's just so it is really satisfying when you're one against four and you're wall bouncing sliding around cover really quick shot like and you're just one shot in it all so you're a game TV. developer that cheats it's not cheating though they've <laughs> it's just part of the game it just makes the game special uh, yeah. and yeah the focus on high powered weapons as well so you get shotguns which are like one shot kill from close range but yeah. people take a lot of damage from assault rifles so rather than trying to get killed with assault rifles that's more of like a support suppressive weapon and if, if you're in a team that's smart you will have people using assault rifles from a distance and the more talented players with shotguns who can wall bounce in the middle and then you can it's really tactical like it's a great game really well designed and unique like there isn't really another game like it they can release gears six seven eight nine ten and until they've got real competition They'll just have. They'll just keep selling their games. Yeah. I, I might actually get back into Gears then and like just try it and see if it's something that's changed enough uh, for me yeah. to to actually like it. But I guarantee you, I'll play it and I'll be like, nah. There's no loot boxes. There's none of this. There's none of that. And just not my There time. is no. There is actually uh, like. There's loot boxes you can earn. I think you can pay for it, but you earn them in game and yeah. you can unlock uh, new yeah, skins yeah. for your guns, yeah. new skins for your characters. You can't customize like like your trousers and stuff, but you can unlock like really rare uh, characters, and that that was quite satisfying. Yeah, because I like uh, that's the sign of thing I like. Like like I always say, I know it gets a bit boring, but I like to be able to do something that people can see. Like say you're playing um, Call of Duty and you go through all the different levels. Um, say you got a gold plated gun at the end of it, and you have to get to level a thousand to do that. That's what yeah, I like. Yeah really being able to prove your dedication to that game to be the best on that game, you know? They might have changed it in Gears 5, but in Gears 4, every kind of skin that you unlocked was from a pack, and you unlock packs with the in-game currency you earn by doing stuff. So there was no, like, headshot challenge or, you know, trip like 20-kill streak challenge where you could unlock a special weapon. So yeah. it's not like showing you reward. It just shows you who's either paid or who's put more time into the game. So I guess it won't satisfy that. Urge, you know. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, that's Gears of War 5. Uh, that takes us to the end of the old games section. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about like community and extras, uh, and then we'll see what the time is at that point. Um, but basically, uh, as I said earlier on, if you wasn't around for earlier on, on a Tuesday now, I'm not going to be doing my live stream of gaming we're actually going to be doing a gaming night on Discord. So every Tuesday from 9 o'clock till about 12, it might even go on later, um, I'll be on the computer ready to play games with actual people that are like listeners, viewers, uh, people in the community, and we're open to what games are being played. Uh, last Tuesday we played The Division 2. We had about 12 people on. We had to split into different groups. Um, and I know this week round, this Tuesday coming... Uh, we will be playing Rocket League. Uh, we've got minimum of 12 people we need, and we're going to be doing a competition. So it will start at 9. 
we'll pick all names out of the hat. We'll be two players per team, uh, which will be randomly picked. So you'll get a random player uh, with you. And then there might even be a prize or something. We don't know yet. We'll just see how many people come in. But we will be doing a um, uh, a Rocket League. Be on for like half eight. If I'm not on until nine, just jump in. There'll be people in the Discord. Wait in the Discord rooms. I'll pull everybody together uh, and we'll go from there. But yeah, Rocket League. So it will be Tuesday, nine o'clock UK time. Um, and if you are a listener that hasn't actually been onto our Discord yet, just make sure you get into our Discord, man. Go to extremepcuk.co.uk and yeah, you'll find our Discord invite there. All you've got to do is download Discord, click that button and it will bring you straight in. At that point, everyone who introduced themselves to you, you know, don't be shy. Everybody's friendly. There's no bad eggs on our Discord, is there? Everybody helps nope. everybody out. So Just do it. Yeah, just do it. And we're all addicted to the game. Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> um, what we're going to do is, um, because we are literally running out of time, we're going to do one of the questions because it came in last week. Uh, so we'll get to one of the questions and then the rest of the questions will actually be on next week's show. I know that a few of you have been waiting for questions, but we have dragged on quite long today. So we're sorry about uh, that. But all we of the questions... We had a special guest on this week, so we had to spend a bit more time talking to Alan. Hey, that, stuff you're blaming that. me. You're blaming me. No, that's a good thing. We, we, said, good you're a, we said you're a special. Well, we got a special guest on. We want to talk to that person a bit more and get their opinion a bit more than, than say, Grace. Okay, okay. But yeah, um, well, <laughs> the thing is as well, that this question actually is good to have Armour in here because it relates to him as well. So what I'll do is um, I'll yes, get I to... Yes, I am single. Sorry? Yes, and yes, I am single. <laughs> uh, so what I'll do is I'll do the same thing as usual. I'll read out the question and then we'll open it up. I'll say my piece and then... You lot can say what you feel about that question. So, right. The first question is from World's Profit, and he says, uh, Modding being one of the main perks of PC gaming, myself being new to PC gaming, never modded games, but I'm considering it to breathe new light into Skyrim. Could you talk about how to mod, giving things to look out for? Um, so, I've not actually modded Skyrim, but I've done a lot of mods in, like, GTA... Um, Fallout 4, Fallout... I don't know if it's in Fallout 3. I'm not sure. You, you made mods. Not made them. Sort. Not making them, them. Adding mods to the game to bring a whole new life to it. What was, can you, what was the question? He wants to make mods or he wants to add mods? He wants to add mods to his game. Oh, right. So, um, basically, like, you know you can get, like, super graphics, realism graphics and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, yeah. So he basically wants to bring that kind of stuff to his uh, game to breathe a new lease of life into it. Now, I I really like the idea of this because this is the sort of thing that I play about with every now and then, but then I'm not on your level, Armit, of, of what's going on in game. So for me, I always download, it will be like some kind of mod program um, and then I just go into like Steam Workshop and you look for the mods that you like to look of, you can go to the list of which ones are the highest rated, uh, most downloaded, and you literally can just click their mods uh, and drag them into a certain folder. Depending on what game it is, I think with Skyrim, you have to download an external program, and then you download the mods to a folder, and then they show up in there, and then you select them. But well, do you want me to, uh, I can go for it if you want. Yeah, you go for it, because you're better at it than me, obviously. Yeah, so talking just specifically with Skyrim, right, there's a, 
a mod manager that is probably the most popular and the most useful, yeah. which is called Nexus, Nexus Mods. And they have their own mod manager, which is like a little application. Uh, all you've got to do is make an account. It's completely free. It's, it's like a and separate app, isn't it? Yeah, it's super, super, super easy to use. So install the app, and you'll, you'll make an account really easy, free to do. Link it to your launcher. So it will detect. It, or you don't have to do it. You, just, you click a button, and it detects what games you've got installed. And it's not just for Skyrim. You might have Fallout. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head the other games there are. But there's, yeah, like, there's, a, there's a few than, on there, though. A couple dozen. Yeah, there's like a couple dozen. Uh, and then you go on their website, and again, you can filter it through top mods, you know, most downloaded today, most endorsed, which means like people have endorsed it personally. Um, or you could search it yourself. So what I have done personally with Skyrim, if you're, is he talking about just getting a PC to mod Skyrim? And is it worth it? Is that like what the question is, or he's just saying in general? No, basically saying that um, one of the main perks of PC gaming is that you can mod games yourself. So like if you're on a oh, PlayStation, so he, you put the disc so he's in. Already, is this Finding mods really got... and putting in mods. So I'm just, okay, so yeah. Changing up the game, into... basically. Yeah, yeah. So with my Skyrim, uh, I haven't played it in a while, but I, I've set it up to be super realistic. Yeah. So some of the mods I've got installed, if you give me just 20 seconds, I'll quickly open up the launcher. And I, the only thing with the mods, however, though, is not all of them, but some of the mods will make the game a tiny bit unstable and prone to crashing. And yeah. the more of these mods that you keep adding, it will make the it will make it more and more unstable. That's something I wanted to add in as well. One thing, even though you've got the app and you've got the possibility of putting all these mods in, the more yeah. mods you put in there live at the same time. And the order of them being put in is very important. Because if you put a certain mod in, it underneath that mod, if you go down to the information, it will say, this mod doesn't work with such and such mod. This mod works yeah. best in first position. So you do have to check that. Because if you just download loads of mods and then you just click play, a lot of the time the game will keep crashing or you'll lose saves or something crazy might happen, you know? So it's always yeah, worth the reading them, them notes of the person that made the mod. The mod manager does actually sort it for you automatically, which is a really good part of it. Oh, it never used to do that when, I, when I've used it before. No, it does. It does now, yeah. It does now. It sorts it out for you. So real quick, like some of the mods I've got installed, right? Uh, so sound design overhaul, which adds all different kinds of sounds to the nighttime. Loads and loads of textures and model overhaul, so more realistic faces. They look amazing. Uh, bug fixes. Open cities, which is a really good one. So... In Skyrim, if you want to enter a city or like a, uh, a castle or that kind of thing, it would like load into a new level and a new world. So this mod adds every world into just one massive map, so you don't have to load. There's no loading screens or no transitions. Really? That's all one thing. For the main cities, yeah. Not for like caves and stuff, but for the main cities, yeah. yeah. So you can ride your horse around in cities. Uh, crafting mods, creature mods, environmental mods, uh, camping mods. How many mods do you put in at one time? I've I've got loads and to be honest, it, it, I did push it to the edge and it does crash time. Not like to the point where it's breaking. Uh, I don't know if it's worth active plugins. Seventy six, twenty seven, wow. uh, se yeah, seventy six mods, uh, and there's all kinds of different mods. So user interface mods. Uh, yeah, because they're not all like just graphical haul overhauls and stuff, are they? You've got oh, some that are like nah. like you'll get mods that like say you've got inventory. And it will tidy up your inventory, or it'll automatically get rid of junk. Or there's loads of little ones like that, which are really, really good. You know? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So but like then mods do cheat the game sometimes as well. 
Well, one of the mods I was just going to say is I've got an alternate start mod. So rather than starting the game as you do in Skyrim, uh, being brought in as a prisoner on horse and cart, and then seeing the big dragon, uh, I've got it so I can just start wherever I want and do whatever I want. So my actual, I've got a save on my Skyrim, which is as a homeless guy uh, in the sewers with no equipment, with with, with uh, the health system and a stamina. Oh, you're that uh, guy that keeps uh, asking me for money, mate. Oh, you're so yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's literally like a really hardcore start to the game, and there's no main quest or anything, you're just literally, you're just trying to survive, but then obviously you can do all the quests that are in the game, so it's like a brand new start, Yeah. Uh, customise the difficulty in the game, disable fast travel, have horse and cart people travel around, uh, take you around the map, you've got to pay them money, so loads and loads of stuff you can do, and it's really easy, easy yeah. to do with the Nexus mod manager as well, so I say if you're going to get into modding Skyrim uh, and other games that may be compatible, this is the one to go for. Like this is uh this supports dying light stuff as well. See you comic. Definitely good. Yeah. Well, I hope uh World's Profit that that clears that up for you and that you'll have a lot of fun playing around with that. Yeah, we um, don't know much about it. We really don't. Let's use the man to talk about it, so Yeah, well I, I use a lot of mods, but the thing is, uh, one major thing with mods is it's normally a single player game that has the mods. Uh multiplayer games, because you've got like um Euro Truck Simulator we've been playing recently. And you could put some really, really stunning mods on it to make the graphics amazing and realistic. But then, as soon as you go into multiplayer, where the game's really, really fun, you can't take them mods across because it's obviously loading in. It's got to be the same for everybody's download, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And what the mod essentially does is it changes the files on your computer, but not on someone else's. Um, yeah. So that's an so issue. There, there, are, there are some exceptions uh, in certain games, but that is usually the You are right. That is usually the Yeah. But, um, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to have to bring the podcast to an end because uh, we are running over quite a bit. And we've got, like, fair play. Cheers to everybody for sending in all of those questions. We've got a load of questions already for next week now. So if your question didn't get answered yet, it will be answered on next week's show uh, on Thursday um, because it is getting pretty late. Uh, but apart yeah. from that, like, Armit, appreciate you coming on, dude, and getting involved. We mm. will have... Yeah, we will have uh, a few more guests on. Uh, we're still getting used to all of the overlays and, and the stream. So any little minor things that are going on, we're still actually ironing out stuff. But we're hoping to bring the stream to be a lot better and a lot more interactive uh, over the coming weeks. So you'll see a few new bits and pieces popping up here, there and everywhere. Um, on Tuesday night, it'd be good to see uh, if anyone wants to get into the Rocket League tournament with us. It will run from like 9 o'clock to about 11, 12-ish. Anyone wants to get involved in that, you can just give me a direct message on Discord and I will put your name down to the list because I want to make sure we got the 12 players before we actually start that. Otherwise, we'll be playing something else. So spread the word. You can bring anyone you want. Bring your friends. Um, but apart from Jam's comment, mate, before we just nip in, sorry, Nick. Um, don't worry, mate. They will get answered next week. It's just... Because we had Dammit on, we wanted to talk about the game development side of things a little bit more. But what we'll, we won't have that necessarily next week. We might have a, a bit less that we can talk about because I'm not really playing PC games at the moment, so I could skip that out. We'll get a bit more time to answer questions because we'll have more questions on top of the ones we've got just now, you know. So, yeah. so don't worry, man, they'll get answered. Yeah, what we'll do is, because um, what we want to have essentially is questions coming in. So we've got like three or four questions for each pod. So they will roll yeah, on to the next one, point. and hopefully there'll be more questions by next time, and then there'll be, there'll be a longer list. So we will get round to all your questions, I promise you. Um, 
But apart from that, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, I want to say thanks to everybody for coming in. It's been quite a good show. It's been a lot of people involved. So I appreciate mm. all of you coming in. Uh, cheers for you guys coming on. Ahmet, big thanks to you, dude, for coming in and uh, filling in and giving us your knowledge on a bit of game developing. Uh, and apart from that... Thanks, Ahmet. Thanks, you guys. Cheers, man. Cheers. Apart from that, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Right. I will see you all on the next one, and hopefully I'll see you all in Discord on Tuesday. Right, people? Um, Hold on for the raid, and I will see you all later. Bye-bye. Cheers. See you guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. I don't want to set the world on